7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. He'd rather have a puppet as president of no the United puppet. States. No puppet. And it's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's pretty clear you won't admit no, that the, the Russians have engaged in cyber attacks against the United States of America, that you encouraged espionage against our people, that you are willing to spout the Putin line, sign up for his wish list, break up NATO, do whatever he wants to do, and that you continue to get help from him because he has a very clear favorite in this race. Prescient. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm speechless today. Really, I am. I, I we all told you. We all told you Hillary Clinton when she said that she was speaking for every rational American there was. She spoke for every decent, thinking, patriotic American. And we finally, finally, the alarm clock went off for, for a bunch of dipshits yesterday. Oh my God. All it took was a little trip to Helsinki, everybody. For it to hell sinking into their fucking heads. Anyway, welcome to the show, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Hello, not a puppet. You're the puppet. Not a puppet. <laughs> oh, I'm not a puppet. I, I believed her. She warned us, man. She warned us. She said it. Yeah. And of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome. Who was that woman? I'd vote for her for president. <laughs> oh, thank you, Joe. Uh, no puppet. States, no puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's You're the puppet. <laughs> Fuck. Seriously. Fuck! <laughs> we warned you. We all warned you. We all told you. I'm, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm surprised that it didn't happen a little sooner, is all. You know. Well, this was his first chance to get, to get with the Putin. To get in his pants. And to get in Putin's pants. Helsinki lubrication. Po poopy pants. They did touch each other's balls. We saw that. Ball. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, which he promptly threw at his wife. Jesus. Um, that was only yesterday, right? That was only um, yesterday. Yes, it was. And um, 
I'm telling you, I, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta talk to everybody here about something real quick before we get into the the Trump Putin audio and everything. Um, there is a new strain of quote unquote liberal out there. I don't know what the fuck they are, but there's some kind of weird amalgamation of Bernie Bros and Trump supporters. All right. Hmm. Oh. And I, I, I posted on my Facebook page yesterday. That's right. It feels like a year ago, but it was just yesterday I posted. I wonder what the Trump cult thinks of their new motto, Blame America First. And I got an interesting post from, uh, you know, a lot of good posts from a lot of our good friends. Trojan Rabbit was over there, you know, uh, uh, Stephen, a friend of yours, Rain. Um, uh, it, it, it um, it, well, I don't want to say their name out loud. Um, but you know, a lot, a lot of different people. But then I scroll. The Stevens that I'm thinking about. No, no, no. I scrolled down, and it's a guy named B. Ifiani Ugawumbu Wumba Ugawumba. Um, no, it's not. And no, I believe that's his name. He's an immigrant. He's an he's an immigrant. Um, and. He uh, looks like he was from, uh, where did he uh, immigrate from? Um, Omega Bowl. I don't know where, where that is. Anyway. But um, he said, he posted on that comment that I made on that, that little thing on my Facebook page. Glad someone has the guts to call out our lies. And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with my posts? And I said, what lies are those again? And he says, that Russia is your enemy. And I put, they certainly aren't our friends. Trump sold us out to that butcher Putin. And if you think otherwise, you're living in la-la land. All right. So that happened today. Twitter. Let's go to Twitter, folks. I just retweeted James Comey. And uh, it's an interesting tweet that he had, uh, you know, all by himself. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm stalling while I get to Twitter. <laughs> James Comey typed it all by himself. Um, was James Comey from yesterday? Uh, I don't know if it was from yesterday or today, but it says you might. In case you missed this, um, oh. and uh, so I, I, he tweeted out, um, having sold our, sold out. Yeah, from yeah from yesterday. You're right. Uh, it says, having sold out our nation on the international stage, Mr. Trump will now explain it all to Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. I'm guessing RT and Sputnik were unavailable. He owes it to our nation to sit down with a serious journalist. I retweeted it, and this gal who goes by the name of At Moral Outrage One on Twitter, um, she put Sputnik 1K, not Sputnik CK. I'm sure you've never listened to Loud and Clear or By Any Means Necessary. And I responded, I'm sure Comey isn't wasting his time on Kremlin-funded news outlets. I know I'm not. Sputnik or Sputnik, who cares? And she puts, um, uh, she puts, uh, John, uh, Kriakus is the host of Loud and Clear. The activist Eugene Perrier is the host of By Any Means Necessary. You would probably agree with a lot of what they say. And I put, does Sputnik receive Kremlin funding? Moral outrage. Funding from Russia? I don't know if it's from the Kremlin specifically. <laughs> oh, it's... Uh, hint. Oh. Kremlin is the Russian oh. government. 
Um, and these shows would love to be broadcast on quote, and she put in quotes, American radio, but leftist points of view are not allowed. You should know that. Who? I don't call my points of view leftist. I might say I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a rabid lefty as a joke, a little self-deprecating humor, but I don't call myself a leftist. I'm a fucking liberal. And then I put, uh, they are indeed funded by the Kremlin, as are all Russian media outlets. Putin and his oligarch pals drove every independent news outlet out of business and slaughtered journalists that opposed Vlad the Mad Butcher. No thanks! So these people are coming out of the woodwork. I mean, just think of how many are out there if just two in one day have have come at me and, and been somehow on the, the defense for Russia. And they said that they were Bernie supporters. I'm, I'm, I read some of the uh, Uga Wumba guys' uh, tweets, and it looked like he was, you know, he put something out there. He's like, "Oh, Bernie fever is, you know, going strong." And then I, I looked mm -hmm. at her, um, her account, and uh, I, don't, I don't know if she's a Bernie supporter or not. Uh, from 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 what I'm reading, it, it's you know, I mean, she's like taking. Um, she she tweet retweeted something about uh, what's a uh, Maria uh, Butina, whatever I think you say Butina Bu sounds Butina. But Can we just go forward and call her the ginger Russian? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, the ginger spy. <laughs> Um, I like that ginger spicy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. and uh, <laughs> spy, spy spice. <laughs> we'll call her spy spice. Um, and um, or indicty spice. Uh, so, uh, but yeah. So uh, she she retweeted you know something that's like you know all this stuff defending her and saying you know saying it's a witch hunt kind of thing. And and I have a feeling I, I'm. If if I you know and and I'm gonna tell everybody now I I donated money to Bernie Sanders I'm not ashamed to admit it I did, but when things you know didn't work out in his favor, I supported Hillary Clinton. I know a lot of people out there hate Hillary Clinton. I don't have a lot of love for Hillary Clinton. I will say that, but she was she was 100 right about Trump, as were many of us. And so, so I'm, you know, and, and like, uh, here's a tweet from uh, Moral Outrage, at Moral Outrage 1. She put two hours ago, I would give anything to be able to turn on my TV and have real news rather than pure propaganda regurgitated by CNN and MSNBC 24-7. Pretty soon the internet what? will... Yeah, and then she says, pretty soon the internet will be like this too, unless you can cough up, cough up a lot of money to see an alternative better news source or in better sources of news excuse me excuse me miss <laughs> uh, you just defended fucking sputnik and you're calling msnbc and cnn propaganda yeah so, you know I, where did I, you find these people they found <laughs> me they found me i i, I followed oh her a while I, I i this is a, a person who followed me because of the show and I followed her back, uh -huh. and 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 now you know. And then this, and I have, and I'm sure this uh, Ogwumba guy 
was the same. He he sent me a request, you know, because I don't follow people anymore. I haven't followed anybody unless it's like a, an actual friend, and I'm like, oh yeah, you're on Facebook. Let me find you. You know, this is responding to a request because my show, my, my Facebook and Twitter's are largely for this show, you know, and um, yes. And I just wanted to let everybody know the show isn't live tonight. I misspoke. It is. Um, uh, <laughs> wait, Kenny, you would lie to us? Wait, I, no, puppet. You wouldn't lie to us. <laughs> I, I would. You used, you used the wrong contraction. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a double negative. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so, yeah. So, we need, to get, we need to get to the Trump audio. We need to get to the Trump audio because... Um, this is, that sigh says it all. This is just, uh, uh, you know, well, uh, you know, before we get to the Trump audio, I want to talk about all the people who are up in arms. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I recorded no audio of people who were pissed off about this or people who were like, you know, uh, he, he's, you know, it's treason or, or people that said he blew it, whatever, you know, or he kissed up. I didn't record any audio from any news show because I knew everything they said was going to be pretty much exactly the same thing we were going to say. And but we were we, but we're going to be more informed about it. Okay. You know. <laughs> uh, because we've been all saying this forever. Ever since we found about Paul, found out about Polly Walnuts and the RNC changing of the the language on Ukraine, the softening. Mm-hmm. Some people mm-hmm. would call it a hardening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Melania. <laughs> no. Saying there. Unless you're talking about the guy who's the security dude. At, uh, <laughs> Say it again. Unless you're talking about the security guy who's at Trump Tower. He oh. gives Melania hardening. <laughs> uh, yeah, so and and hey Melania, you know, I'm you're saying. you know, it's all right, you know. What a fun, sexy time for you. Yeah. It is okay. So, um I I you know, I, I just <sighs> But yeah, I mean, I see people on on the news and they're outraged, and especially the Republicans who are like, "Oh, this is just a bridge too far." Really? Oh, really? This is so. This what are you going to do because, about it? Just my be- question. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nothing. They're not going to. Yeah. Do anything. It's up to it's up to voters who might have been uh, had some sense shaken it, into them. I can't wait to see what his approval ratings are, you know, going into the fall. November's not far yeah. away. Just remember, every day that goes by, another Trump supporter dies. Uh, yeah, that's true. Or old. gets incarcerated. Or gets incarcerated for a violent hate crime. I'm just saying, I don't want them to die. That's just mathemat- you know, it's mathematical yeah. probability. Yes, they're, they're tip-top in age. Tip-top. Yeah, so tippy tap. <laughs> sometimes we say tippy tap. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, you think uh, he said tippy top to Putin when he was in the room alone with them? No, he can said tippy top, and Putin said, "No, you cannot be tippy top. You are yeah. tippy top with on knees." Oh no, no, it, on knees. yeah, Trump's a low power bottom. 
So, uh, <laughs> low energy bottom. <laughs> it's only Tuesday. Oh, fuck. I got a busy week. Could, could, you, could Trump have picked another week to do this? Any other week? No. Jesus no. Christ. I'm trying. Listen, okay, so so yesterday. I'm so trying yesterday, to use the phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling, he's pulling out the long the knives. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the, Trump's pulling out the long knives on me, folks. They're taking out the long knives and trying to destroy the handful of conservatives we have no, in me. Washington, D.C., who are trying to use the phone. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just. What is happening? I, I, I am. Uh, I think I know. I think I know. Yeah. So I, what's happening is we're making Russia great again. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, again. And that's uh, not, I'm not kidding. I mean, that's that's exactly what's going on here because yeah. Russia is like a third-rate country with the economy the size of New York. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's got one ninetieth the number of nuclear warheads we have, mm -hmm. and we're treating them like they're equals. Yeah, and their exports are uh, mail order brides, oil, and, and vodka, P and and pee tapes. I'm surprised we didn't see Putin like tap his breast pocket and wink at Trump like you know I have stills, I got screenshots. Well, he just about did. I mean, how long did it take him to answer? Well, oh yeah, yeah, we got. How that. long did it take him not to answer that question? Well, we got audio about that too, but um, he didn't. It should yeah. be reminded, like, not only do they export hookers, they export spies, and from what I understand, their entire GDP is the the size of Texas. Mm hmm. Yeah. Texas. Mm hmm. New York. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got. They're it. they're they're a broke ass. I mean, and they're kind of a country full of hillbillies too. You know, the, yeah. the, with other than the oligarchs and a few, you know, relatively well-to-do metropolitan type folks, that country is mostly like just Appalachia, with with a thicker accent. Yeah. You Appalachia know? with vodka. Appalachia. Yeah. Jim Instead of Jim Beam, or instead of moonshine, <laughs> moonshine. instead of moonshine, yeah. moonshine. Yes. So you know <laughs> yes. they. they yes. Uh, but, you know, uh, uh, I mean, I, I don't mean to dismiss the culture completely, but under Putin's reign, that country is stagnated. Rubles are still worth toilet paper. I'm sure the conversion rate's probably 1 USD to one, to 64 rubles or something like that. After this, man, I gotta see. If we don't stop, if we don't stop Trump and Trumpism, um, we will become Russia. Not just like the Putin way, but as you were saying, the Appalachian way and the fact that, you know, their ruble is worth nothing. Mm -hmm. Trump is trying to do that to this American dollar. Mm. Yeah. Sixty-two, sixty-four. You For one dollar, you get 62, 62.64 rubles. I don't know what the, the, the coins, what the change is called. Rubles and charts. Uh, I don't know. Shardies. They call them shardies well, like, instead of pennies. I hope they're not made of aluminum because Trump might put tariffs on them. Uh, <laughs> how, much does, how much does the P-tape cost uh, in geez. rubles? <laughs> a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
so let me just let me just tell everybody uh, yeah so so this week uh susan and i on saturday are having um our anniversary party uh bob and rain are coming in from out of town my co- nephew william's coming in from out of town my mom mom and my dad are coming up uh, uh you know all of susan's family's coming and you know i i, I know bob, bob rain and william are the only people getting here kind of early but we're also building the garage and this monday the electrician and the tree guys decided to show up at the same time uh i went to work and then the person on the weekend didn't do their work so i got stuck trying to do two days worth of work in one came home immediately started we're like doing all kinds of stuff in the house because you know again we're moving stuff around because we're getting ready in anticipation of of the garage being built in like probably about a month and uh we're um, i'm moving a patio a big stone patio stone flower beds from in the back i hate my younger self who moved all those stones i hate him <laughs> i hate him go to hell younger kenny pick you asshole you and your fucking love of rocks uh <laughs> and bricks <laughs> and um so so when we're doing that we've got to chop down all these crazy grapevines and you know and I got to now and and I was like, yeah, just leave all the uh, oh and and fuck you, Kenny Pick from like a month ago when you called the tree, told the tree guys to go ahead and leave all the wood from the trees in the yard. Cause now I got to cut that up and stack it, you dick. Uh, so <laughs> 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 I mean, and we've been we've been rehanging pictures. We've been you know uh, uh, just doing crazy stupid stuff. You know, and, and you know, de- to getting our orders in for stuff for the party and everything, and and now, and now, now is the week Trump decides to reveal that he's a fucking Russian asset. You couldn't have picked another week. <laughs> well, he was in Helsinki, so he figured it's a good time. Yeah, and 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 again, we all knew this, but to to blatantly you know wave his hammer and sickle flag. Well, no, not a hammer and sickle flag, but to start start waving his, you know, uh, uh, you know, I heart, I heart Putin, yeah, his I heart Putin shirt. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) That would be a funny shirt. Um, (laughs) That if if you had had I and then a picture of Putin's face and then the word Trump, so I Putin Trump. I don't know. (laughs) It would be nice too if Putin had one that said I'm with stupid aiming at him. Yeah, there you go. But, I mean, come on. Am I the only one who was really just... uh, So, the thing is, is that I heard that presser yesterday, and I I listened to it. I didn't watch it, Mm -hmm. which I'm really glad about. But today, I saw clips of it. Am I the only one who found it incredibly... Even more so than when he met with um, Kim Mm Jong-un? To see the American flag sitting there mm-hmm. right next to the russian flag don't like it that literally made my stomach hurt and that i'm not even kidding i just looked yeah. at it it was just like they made it look like they were equals i would have to go back and look because i know the flag policy if you know the american flag is there it's supposed to be just a little bit higher than any other country's flag and i think it was all equal well i gotta say this is the 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 body language at this thing I mean, how how uncomfortable is that? You know, uh, basically Trump is leaning forward, basically almost like covering his genitals with his hands, 
and you know uh and putin is like you know sitting back like fonzie on mr and mrs c's couch you know (laughs) i mean and and, and believe me putin i'm not saying you looked cool you look like a fucking dork you botox melon freak he looked like he found his thrill I found my seal. <laughs> I'm blueberry hero. <laughs> oh yeah. And Trump was gone. Uh, and Trump was gone. It's shrinkage. It's shrinkage. I found my seal. You guys remember the fake synth horns from Blueberry Hill? I sure don't. Fuck. I think it's very fair to say, yeah, and it's that there was one of two people on that stage who literally had the confidence and the upper hand, and it was it was Putin. Oh yeah, and it how was, about that? It was Putin. I mean, it was like you know he he smiled, he he laughed, he didn't answer questions, and I know we're going to go into it. I I was so disgusted by what happened yesterday. I know. I I, I cannot even. It just. Oh, you know, I saw the one the one uh, newspaper headline. It said Trump zero, Putin one. Oh bullshit! Trump negative like a gazillion, uh, Putin positive a gazillion. Because I mean, it, you know, it's not a one zero, you know, equivalence there. No, no, Putin won the fucking day. He got so. I'm sure if he if if his um you know body full of you know that's riddled full of you know botox and whatever you know steroids and everything that he takes to you know maintain a slight uh, um um air of of healthiness you know if his body could stand he'd probably got shit face last night uh the biggest party ever in the kremlin last night everybody vodka shortage in russia <laughs> <sighs> I mean, well, there it, was one. There was one tweet that I saw, that was from a Russian pool reports, and um, they were talking about the interview that he had with that Trump had with Hannity, and he said that you know Trump gave an inter an interview on Fox News, which is owned by Trump. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. what Trump media. I mean, I'm sorry. That's what Russian media is putting out there. That Fox News is owned by Trump. And yeah. they were happy about it. It's well, they, right. they, yeah, and, and of course, they, they are happy about that because, again, like I just mentioned to our good friend over on Twitter, at Moral Outrage 1, she's enamored by these quote-unquote leftists. <laughs> yeah, because we all love calling ourselves leftists. You know, that's used as a slur against us. But, you know, she she's out there saying, oh, you should listen to this wonderful Kremlin funded media, you know, because that's all they have. So they think it's wonderful that there's a media outlet that's completely in the tank for Trump or, or quote unquote owned by Trump, whatever they think. They probably I mean, they probably have printed in the papers. Yes, Trump actually owns the company and and the dipshits in Russia will believe it. Um, but in, in one thing before we go to the break, did you guys, you guys saw the Chris Wallace thing where he, uh, and thank you, I'm going to yeah. clap for Chris Wallace, handing Putin the fucking indictments of the, the, the 12 Russians from last Friday. Yeah, that was just last Friday. <laughs> um, and, yeah, uh, in, in, that he was actually Mike's son. Yeah. 
and yeah. he he and Putin just like no no I'm not going to touch him. Put him on the table. <laughs> he put him on the table. He thought it was, he thought it was he was trying to serve him a warrant. <laughs> Um, I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I'm if I'm not touching that, that might be full of polonium. Putin gives me a ball. If Putin gives me a ball. I I, I stab it with a knife and f- look for the listening device. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. What the fuck, man? That was an ugly looking soccer ball, too. What was that? It was. It was. Didn't and, it looked like a soccer ball. I was like, what the hell kind of ball is that? It's a football. It was the same football that was used during the World Cup. It's oh. a camera ball. A camera ball. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it like a microwave with cameras? It's like a so. microwave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. We got to go to the break. Well, when we come back, it's like it's like Wilson. Remember yeah. Wilson? <laughs> oh yeah, Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. Yet there's no blood on it yet. <laughs> No, well, there might be some shark juice on it uh, in, the, in the coming days. Oh, I'm sorry. That's terrible. Uh, well, you, you think you think Trump would have got the, the, the clue when he when uh, Putin handed it to him? And he said, talk into the... Uh, the talk the into trade- the Balski. <laughs> talk into the trademark. I still can't believe he threw the ball at Melania. Here, Melania, take that. Give it to Barron. Yeah, that was... That was, that was weird. Just, <laughs> that was that was the only time this year he threw his balls at Melania. It was the only time she ever wanted to kiss. It's him. the only time he's had a ball to throw. Thank you. <laughs> You're telling me. I mean, you know. Ugh. This is where we are <sighs> in America. All right. Ma- only macaroni will get us through this, and you know what song I'm playing. I'm not even going to try we- and be cute and funny and explain what it is. It's fuck you. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, we'll be right back with lots more Turn Up Tonight right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. Shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed what you need when them ends don't meet this is what you need when you fighting in the street this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck this is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart 
what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right, they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. Sweet Jesus, it's showtime, and boy, hot damn does this beer that I just opened taste good. <laughs> uh, nice. It is it is one of the best tasting beers I've had in a long time. Uh, and don't worry, I'm off tomorrow, everybody. So, uh, But, of course, we have the house cleaners coming tomorrow. That's fun. Isn't having a party a blast? Yeah. The preparation is yeah. so awesome. I'll tell you what. I, I love having, uh, the, having the house cleaners here tomorrow. is going to be nice, though, because I'm just going to hang out in my room because they, they don't touch the studio. 
I, I do all my own dusting and stuff, which shows. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, and, uh, I, and I will be cleaning my desk off during the show, so I'm feeling like I'm being productive. Uh, it's not too bad. There's a little debris here, nothing major, you know, just putting things back where they need to be. Uh, and, uh, of course, welcome back to the program, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm Rain. I'm not Jesus Christ. But hi, no. everybody. I know you're not Jesus Christ, but Jesus Christ, what's going on here? Can we can we please have I, a moment in America where it's not insane? You know, here's the thing. So it's it's been a it's been a week, and I'm not even gonna even use my every day is a month joke. Yeah. It's been a week since he left the country and went to NATO, mm-hmm. right? I know I'm missing something here. Um, Wait, he went to NATO. He went to he went to England. He went to he went to NATO. He went, he went to England. Yeah, he, went he went to, to NATO Scott, and then to Scotland. England, and then to Helsinki. This yeah. is all in one week. This yeah, it's all in one week. And he went golfing because it's it's he said it's all his only form of exercise. Um, you know. <laughs> Outside of, outside of uh, digging through buckets and buckets of chicken, how is riding a cart exercise? It's not. And you know, I, I got to tell you something. I didn't share this with you guys because I watched it, you know, before it was this, this afternoon. Last night, <clears throat> Seth Meyers, you know, he does his a closer look. Yeah. Which you know what I, I recommend everybody just watch that when it comes out. It's good, yeah. But what I didn't know is. is at the at the NATO summit, he actually said that Ireland was part of the United Kingdom. This week has been so bad. Making friends. Even got a, nobody <laughs> even got a chance to pick up the fact that Ireland is not part of the United Kingdom. That's it, and uh, I'm sure uh, uh, a lot of Irish people were really pleased with that. <laughs> just, yeah, he just lost the Irish vote. Oh, I—that's I, I, how bad it. I, any any other president, any other president who would have said that, they would have been lambasted. I don't care if it's George Bush, Barack Obama. Oh yeah, um, the other George Bush. No, Ireland fought. Ireland you know, is not part of the United Kingdom. Well, yeah, and let's let Joe and back in. He said that on the NATO yeah. stage, and he got away with it because that's yeah. how bad everything he's done. He is like the Linus yeah. of the world. Well, yeah, well, and, and of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Sorry, Welcome Joe. back. Sorry, Just. <laughs> and yeah, I'm here. I'm here, but I, I want you to, Rain, you're not Jesus Christ, but you are a superstar. Oh, no. That's true. That's true. It's true. It's um, true. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Well, anyway, um, you know, let's get Thank let's get you. to let's get to the audio, because th- these are selected, and of course, you know, in Democrats and some Republicans, absolutely one hundred percent correct. Give us the translators' notes. We want the fucking translators' notes from what was said behind closed doors. Because if oh. if if I you, understand, Congress wants them too. Yeah, I'm well, pretty sure Pete yeah. has them. Yo, Congress definitely wants them. That's yeah. That's um, you know, all, mo- you know, all Democrats and you know a few Republicans. But here we go. This is the first clip of the press conference they gave after their you know uh, makeout session. You know, 
And uh, this is um, this was the real. Oh my god! Uh, this this was the one that just you know sent you know people's heads exploding into the stratosphere. Would you now, with the whole world watching, tell President Putin? Would you denounce what happened in 2016, and would you warn him to never do it again? All I can do is ask the question. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me, and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. And what he did is an incredible offer. He offered to have the people working on the case come and work with their investigators with respect to the 12 people. I think that's an incredible <laughs> offer. <laughs> that's an incredible <laughs> offer. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, Russians are really known for their transparency, honesty, oh, yeah. warmth. Did you see Did you see Mueller? Just, he bought his plane ticket. He's yeah. his passport ready. Yeah. yeah he's, I'll, be right o- I'll be right over. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah you know. Um. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to share what we have uh, with you. No. <laughs> yeah. No, he's just like, hold my beer. I, I'd like to remind people. <laughs> I, I want to remind people of this. And I, I put this yeah. in the chat. The last time Putin sent his friends over to to another country to mm-hmm. investigate something like this, it was during the um, uh, Alexander Litvinenko Lit- situation yeah. who died. Scotland mm-hmm. Yard went over to Russia to investigate. And a whole bunch of Scotland Yard people got poisoned. Yep. Mm-hmm. They sure so the, did. The, the, just the very idea that Trump said, I think this is a great thing that he did. I think it's really just what a wonderful guy Putin is for offering up. Oh, what a our intelligence. Strong, uh, powerful denial. It's very strong. That was powerful. It was, it was a wonderful, incredible, I, incredible offer. Wonderful offer. In, that was amazing to me. So I mean, all the things, and there's so many things in in what happened yesterday. That one I found so disgusting mm-hmm. because he right there, right on the global stage, offered he, to obstruct justice. Yeah, and and and, and let's l- let's uh, listen to one 13 second segment of that because. Thankfully, Donald Trump has cleared everything up today, everyone. Um, but uh, listen, li- I want to play this part again. President Putin, uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. All right. <laughs> Trump today said this. So I got a transcript, I reviewed it. I actually went out and uh, reviewed a clip of uh, an answer that I gave. And I realized that there is a need for some clarification. It should have been obvious. I thought it would be obvious. But <laughs> I would like to clarify just in case it wasn't. I thought it would be obvious when I misspoke. No. Well, if you misspeak, no. you don't think it's going to be obvious that, I mean, unless it was intentional misspeaking. It, uh, no, no. No. <laughs> no, none of that. I thought it would be obvious. Of, of, huh? Thank you, Joe. The listen context. to the context yeah. of the answer. 
Yeah, and we'll he play said, that again at the he end. Said, yeah. Play it again. Play it again. Well, oh, okay, the context uh, of the uh, uh, well here. Let, let's finish this clip. Let's uh, I don't yeah. Let, let him finish the 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 uh, clearing th clearing the air for us because he really just totally clears it up. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russian. So just to repeat it, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. And the sentence should have been, and I thought it would be maybe a little bit unclear on the transcript or unclear on the actual video. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be Russia. Sort of a double negative. No. So Stop. you can put that in, and I think that probably <laughs> clarifies things pretty good by itself. No. Oh, but after, yeah, after that, that, Joe, Joe, after that, correct me. He said that Putin was very strong. Well, and powerful. I, I, here. Powerful. And powerful. He, he uses Putin. Like Putin is Putin telling him it didn't happen as a bookend or, or bookends for the statement. President right. Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. See? See? And he's trying to say, oh, it was a double negative. That listen is to the bullshit. Right. If you listen to the flow of the thought, yes. it's that Putin denied it. I don't see any reason why it would be. He was very powerful strong yeah. and denial. powerful so so how does didn't fit into that flow it i know i know he doesn't you know put thoughts it, together often but that one seemed pretty clear well and no, that, and, and it fit the tone of the entire what thing happened today is he lied he yeah. lied today he well, lied he out and out lied to cover his ass because there's a whole bunch of people and the people who give him money said you need to do something mm. about this yeah I, I'm and you know what his, you know what that was <laughs> that was the result of his team working non-stop mm -hmm. since that plane left helsinki until uh, just like a few hours ago today that was his team working overdrive trying to say what can we say? What, what can we have him say without him coming out and giving a complete reversal? Oh, well, well I missed... That's somebody's, they could come up with. That's, somebody, that's, that's it. That's, up that's with, the that's best. Terrible. And it's horseshit. And somebody said that on, on TV today. They said the entire intelligence heads went to the White House today to figure this out, how they could backtrack. And they said that was the best idea they had they yeah. said boy i'd love to see the worst <laughs> yeah, seriously and that Those is the just ones based on what we saw on stage mm -hmm. guys that's based just on what we saw on stage i cannot yeah. even imagine what was said in that in that yeah. meeting beforehand well, yeah the, i mean in it, you know him saying i don't see any reason why it would be russia fit the tone of everything else he said yeah. Because it was completely deferential to, to, to Putin and in, in the Russian government and, and nothing also, but trashing America and our institutions. One one more thing. Yeah. This is really important. It was Russia. Yeah. Okay. I mean just we need to keep drilling that one home. It was Russia. He's he's the Russia. only person. Uh, it, him and his in his you know inner circle and diehard cultists are the only people who believe otherwise. Yeah, yeah. 
and 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 we'll get to a more audio from later today where he ad libbed something, where he ad libbed something. But we'll, we're we're gonna we're gonna listen to the other short clips from the uh, uh, the the treason tour, treason tour eighteen, um, the the grabbling tour. Oh yeah, yeah. You want apologies? Oh, gravel, gravel. Apology tour. Remember that fake apology tour Obama never went on. Um, yeah, that actually was a double negative, Donald Trump. That's how you do it. Um, Donald Trump doesn't know what a double negative is. No, he thinks it's like when you have two, you know, un- underdeveloped photographs. Um, so uh, <laughs> he thinks bad lips is ser- is is literal. Yes. Uh, so anyway, th- here's another one, uh, 11 seconds long from yesterday about the the Mueller investigation. The probe is a disaster for our country. I think it's kept us apart. It's kept us separated. There was no collusion at all. Uh, everybody knows it. Nobody asked him about collusion the whole time, but he keeps barfing that up nonstop. You know, today, yesterday. Um, you know. Just... I ask you to something. Yeah. Did you find it interesting that here he calls it the witch hunt, the Mueller investigation, and yesterday, for the first time ever, he called it the probe? I have never heard him call Mueller's investigation the probe before. Maybe he's feeling it in his rectum about this point. The reason why I Sorry. say that is because I really have a strong feeling that in that meeting, Putin referred to it as the probe oh probably uh-huh. you know monkey see monkey do you know so so i just wanted to put that out there yeah and of course uh vlad vlad the the mad uh, butcher um his uh of course this isn't him but you know you might be able to hear him muttering in his little tiny voice uh here and there uh but his uh interpreter uh said this no collusion or no collusion as we found out today no collusion oh. As to who is to be no believed, as to who is not to be believed, you can trust no one if you if you take this. Where did you get this idea that President Trump trusts me or I trust him? Where do we get that idea? Gee, I don't know. He defends the interests of the United States of America, and I do defend <laughs> the interests of the Russian Federation. We should be guided by facts. Could you name a single fact that would definitively prove the collusion? This is utter nonsense. Uh, uh, sure, sure. I'm, uh, you know, uh, but if if you want, how you about know, the press, the press. Uh, how about the press uh, conference you're having now? Yeah. How about that? It, it, or or you know, thank you. Or <laughs> you know, um, you know, maybe you could wait until Mueller's completely done with his investigation. Or, or maybe you could maybe you could talk about the Trump Tower meeting with your fucking spies. Maybe you could talk about Polly Walnuts or Maria Butina. And, and who are in jail? Yeah, and here's the thing: uh, we're, we're we're not collusion's not a crime. We're not looking for collusion, dipshit. We're looking for conspiracy. And I have a feeling it's gonna it's gonna happen. Because all the little pawns, you got to take down the pawns before you take down the king. And I have confidence it'll happen. And a lot of people have been disheartened by this, but man, there's so much shit going down. I mean, Mueller, Mueller is, is just tearing these people apart bit by bit. So uh, I, I have to believe the fact that Putin used the word collusion. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's just you hear time and time again from Dotus, no collusion, no collusion, no collusion. I really do, and this is going to be me sounding like a tinfoil conspiracy theorist. That it's it's Putin who keeps saying to him, just say no collusion, no collusion. Just keep saying it. Well, he's a Russian asset, so you 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 know. I I mean this this was amazing to me yesterday. Yeah, it was just amazing to me. And the word probe, I, that one I'm fixated on. Probe the probe. Yeah, he's never called it the probe until yesterday. That's that's the true. So, well, yeah, uh, again, I think it's monkey see, monkey do, you know, with, with that. He heard his, you know, uh, it, oh, I like that word. So he, he used it. I don't know. But anyway, uh, listen to this one. This is um, um, Trump parroting a conspiracy theory about what happened to the servers? Where are the servers? What about this, you know, uh, uh, Pakistani gentleman? Oh my God! There's so much fucking lies packed, in, so many lies packed into this 22 seconds. Um, you know, uh, Politifact called this a complete fabrication, total 100% lies. What happened to the server? What happened to the servers of the Pakistani gentleman that worked on the DNC? Where are those servers? He was American. Where are they? What happened to Hillary Thank Clinton's you. emails? 33,000 emails, gone, just gone. I think in Russia they wouldn't be gone so easily. I think it's a what? disgrace. What? <laughs> I think in Russia, he just said, in Russia, he said, Russia, you, you'd be so much, you'd be, you know what, you just would be better off in Russia. Because, mm -hmm. you know, um, because Russia hacks everybody else. They don't hack themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't lose servers. They don't lose servers. And, they never lose one. I want to see the server. Where's the server? I want to see. You wouldn't know what to do with it, you moron. How about look at the images of the server? Here's a good analogy. I was, I was reading the PolitiFact thing on this earlier today. It's basically... If they were to access the actual server and not use images from the server, they would be like leaving. It would be like leaving your own DNA at a crime scene. Uh huh. So what they do is they take a, 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 a an image of the server, server, which is you know a, 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 an image in time, and they use that to determine what happened. And the which Pakistani is, the way, gentleman note, is American. Exactly what they did to Michael Cohen. Yeah, in the Pakistani, in the Pakistani gentleman is an American, and he came to our country as a young person in two thousand five. And mm -hmm. you know, all this is bright. All the all he did there that was all fucking Breitbart and Gateway pundit and Stormfront conspiracy theory shit. If if you all want to know exactly, <laughs> this is something I find very interesting. That where the DNC is in DC. One particular server computer mm -hmm. is actually in the DNC headquarters. Yeah, right next, right next to the Watergate um, file cabinets. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep, that's where the server is. Yes, if right. you where one of the servers is, but yes, mm -hmm. they, they have it right there, right there. So when you walk in, you can see, okay, there's the server, there's Watergate. Yeah. 
So, um, all right, let, let's play this last one. This is about the uh, question asked about Compromot. Um, and uh, the, the, uh, this, is, this is all very stunning. Do you, does the Russian government have any compromising material on President Trump or his family? Yeah, I did hear this rumors that we allegedly collected compromising material on Mr. Trump when he was visiting Moscow. Well, distinguished colleague, let me tell you this. When President Trump visited Moscow back then, I didn't even know that he was in Moscow. I treat President Trump with utmost respect. But back then, when he was a private individual, a businessman, nobody informed me that he was in Moscow. Well, let's take St. Peter's economic forum for instance there were over 500 american businessmen the high ranking the high level ones i don't even remember the last names of each and every one of them okay nobody's gonna expect you to remember 500 names of business people but there are records in the kremlin of every last one of them coming through and somebody who had expressed presidential uh you know aspirations in the past such as trump Oh, fuck off. You're lying through your ugly little chompers, uh, you know, uh, saying you, you, oh, nobody even tell me he was in well, in, in Mother Russia. Nobody. Then, then explain to me who sent the gift from no, Vladimir Putin. Yes, I can't. No, I have no idea who could have done this inside Mother well, Russia. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Your spokesman person who arranged the meeting and said you were going to attend here yeah, let me sing you blueberry hill this is not happening <laughs> uh, yeah and then he, he sent a note saying he was sorry he couldn't make it because of a conf a conflict and he sent trump a gift so how the hell does he not i have no idea was there when he sent him a present i have there's no also, idea no one tell me Sorry, Ken. I know no. you're on a roll with Trump. I'm sorry. No, no, that's uh, there's, there's also the video of Trump in Emin Algarov, who is a pop singer sure. whose father is very close to Putin. Amin, I can't remember the other. Emin, the the the, uh, the elder Algarov. Emin. Oh. <laughs> no, Emin Algarov. Trump was in his video. Yeah. Okay. Just call, just and call his him Pappy. father is very, very close to... Just call him Boris. To, to, is it Boris? I don't know. <laughs> okay. See? So, Doesn't matter. Anyway, so, you know, the, during, that was that was filmed, like, the night after the 2013 um, beauty pageant, whatever was there. Trump mm -hmm. is in that video. Yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. the Algorov father is very close to Putin, and the Algorov dude met with Trump. So... I don't believe for one minute what, what Putin was like. I don't know. Why I not you believe me? There. It's a lie. I'm it's known for lie. my truth and honesty. Why not you and believe he said, me? He said there are 50,000 business people in there. And he says, you think we, you think we buy and never really won? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, actually, I yeah. I actually, do. I do. I do. I think you. Have all right, all right. There's more. There's more to the 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 compromat, uh, denial. I I do not do this. Do you remember? Do you think that we try to collect compromising material on each and every single one of them? Yes, I do. I, we know this. Yes, I do. 
Do you think we we possibly as in Mother Russia do this? Yes, that's what you're famous for, <laughs> not your honesty. Well, it's difficult to imagine uh, another nonsense of a bigger scale than this. Well, please just disregard these issues and don't think no. about this anymore again. Uh, no, uh, don't you love that? No, please disregard these issues and don't talk of them anymore. No, fuck you. American journalists are not going to fucking yield to you or Trump, you son of a biscuit eater. Um, and now listen to listen to the, the last part where Trump chimes in. And I have to say, if they had it, it would have been out long ago. And if anybody watched Peter Strzok testify over the last couple of what? days, and I was in Brussels watching it, it was a disgrace to the FBI. It was a disgrace to our country. And you would say that was a total witch hunt. Shut up! Shut up! Oh my God, I don't care! Everything's a witch hunt. <laughs> or a probe. Oh or a blue prairie hill. <laughs> no! Why you think... He was just like, let's, let's ignore that. Let me just... He did the deflection. You know, spies in Russia. Deflected. We just eat lollipops and ice cream. We don't spy on people. No, don't spy. We have no cameras. GRU no stands for good. I think, I actually think there's a camera. <laughs> Trump's we have no cameras. We we paint pictures. We paint. Yes. We don't. We no. don't take photography. No spying. No photos. We no. take pictures of butterflies. In Russia, <laughs> we don't take you. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Fuck me. You know, seriously. Let's, let's rewind to the hey, Tommy P's. There's a picture. Let's rewind to the question, do you have any compromising material on Trump or his family? He never answered it. Never he never answered. answered the question. He laughed. Speak he, of this no more. Time. Yeah, Speak he took some time no and he more. laughed, and this is I was really... waiting for him to say, you mean recently or from last year? Sorry, finish, Rain. He's, last he's thought, poor break. And he's, he's dangerous and he's really smart. He, um, he knows what he's doing. He yeah. is Putin is smart. And he looked over at Trump when he was saying, "What do you think we take this uh, of every businessman? Ah, only this one." <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. Um, but I yeah, he, he's it, most ever. most super villains are intelligent. I'll say that. So yeah, you know, Putin he he's intelligent in a very scary way. And uh, yeah. Trump's playing right into his fucking hands. Anyway, we're running over. We got to go to the break. We'll be talking about this more and other shit. Um, so, uh, can I just have a nice week in America, please? God, <laughs> we'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. 
except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. On with the show. No puppet. No puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Ugh. Hate everything. My, my neighbor has the loudest shot back in the world. God damn it. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig Broadcasting Live worldwide. I don't even know anymore. Uh, Joe Santorsis, Grand Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Y- yeah, we have a trolley museum. Do you know that? That's that's lovely. Yes. Have, so if and we have the the world's only Houdini museum ooh. in Scranton. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. I bet that's a that's a hard thing to escape uh, your attention. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> that <laughs> was terrible. There. That was terrible. Uh, oh, that was a bad was. joke. <laughs> Uh, and seriously, 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 shop, folks. that shop vac is so fucking loud. He's she's vacuuming out his car, and he's been doing it for like an hour, and it's like, like fucking loud. Anyway, <laughs> Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back to the show. Okay, I'm gonna be calmer the next hour. You know, the last and, time um, I vacuumed our car, never. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to apologize for being so uptight the first hour. I, 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 I'm losing my shit. Oh, no, I, and, I am um, too. I, I, you're going to get through this, Kenny. Just a couple more days. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm. I'm. It's and, mostly. It's mostly for show. I'm not really this and, stressed out. And can we get the Houdini Museum to make Trump disappear? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I mean, do they have like a Houdini museum workshop? Where they, they have the tricks of the trade. They, they, you know, they might, they might. So they have birthday, they have birthday packages. Yeah. Let's so, invite Trump. Yeah, we could. That'd yeah, we fun. could put him in a straitjacket. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Let's crowdsource this fucker. There you uh, go. There, there's your link to the Houdini organization's so, uh, birthday uh, little, specials. Little callback, little callback from uh, last uh, last Friday. Uh, the representative Paul Gozer, Republican from uh, Arizona, you might remember him famously saying this. Uh, I, I, by the way, I'm a dentist. Yeah, remember that. So you'll be a dentist. You have a talent for causing things. Some be a dentist. 
People will pay you to be inhumane Your temperament's wrong for the priesthood And teaching would suit you still less yeah. I, I, by the way, I'm a dentist. There you go. Uh, thank you, Tim Carmel, for that. And he also sent me the, the Herbie clip, too. Well, sir, someday I'd like to be a, a dentist. Oh, got cut off. <laughs> a dent? <laughs> uh, You're but an anyway. anti-dentite. Yeah. <laughs> so, the next thing you'll be saying is that they should have their own schools. Oh, yeah, yeah. I so, still can't believe that dude said, I'm a dentist and I know body language. <laughs> body language. Yeah. I make people Go to cringe. that dentist ever again. No. I make people wince in pain. So AF. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I wanted to play that for everybody because Tim sent those to me while we were doing the show. Uh, and I missed the emails, but uh, he was on it. He was on it. Uh, so. All right. So we have all this. We have the indictments from Friday. We have the America Last Tour um, uh, with Trump all weekend long, all, all last week and weekend long. God, and, and you know, just a disaster of, of monumental proportions. And now, uh, uh, Maria Butina is what I heard because I kept hearing uh, uh, Butina because I kept saying it Butina on the news at least uh, on CNN. Um, because it sounded like Putin, you know, with a B and an A at the end. Butina. Yes. Maria oh, Butina. I, I, I was calling her Butina. 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 Maria Butina. Butina. Ay, ay, ay. Roll your R's. Maria, the most beautiful sound I ever heard. I just met a girl named Maria. So, <laughs> Sorry, okay. I think that's what I think. Show West tunes. Side story. There you go. Let's do our own West Side Story. So this, our, you know. this, this, this uh, Maria Butina, uh, she is a big. She is in a, a, a huge connection between uh, our favorite three-letter organization, the NRA, and uh, the Kremlin. Love that. Why is why is my other computer restarting? Well, you have no right to do that. I'll be back in the chat it's shortly, everybody. It's Russian. So, yeah, probably, probably. So you know, and and here's a little. Uh, I cut out the stuff in Russian and I stripped out the 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 one uh, really important thing um, for to play separately. But this is Maria Butina talking about uh, uh, you know basically her love affair with. With gun rights, uh, and, and you know, she's got a bit of a thick accent, but uh, she let her tell you about her passion. I'm a representative of uh, Russian Federation here, uh, and uh, I am a chairman of uh, the Right to Bear Arms. It's a Russian non-profit organization that protects civil rights to keep and bear arms. Because I think that freedom is very important, and the basic of any freedom is, of course. 
course, uh, gun rights, economy, and I would like to know more uh, and bring this knowledge to Russia. I would like uh, to know more about your laws, about laws of different countries, and especially about practice and experience. How they uh, how they work uh, in these countries in practice. You think you're going to get gun rights over in Russia like they have, <laughs> like we have here? <laughs> That's, That's fucking adorable. Oh, look oh, at yeah, you, cute. you little ginger spy gal. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 so cute. <laughs> gun rights in Russia, gun on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so yeah so, um, and, and and there's another line again. Washington Post uh, posted a bunch of audio from her. Um, there was um, I don't know where this was, but. She was in the audience and asked Trump a question before he was uh, uh, stinking up the White House. It was Freedom Fest. Freedom Fest. Freedom! <laughs> I don't know where that was, but it was Freedom Fest. Oh. Don't mess around with God's America. God bless the United States. All right, um, <laughs> doing it on the fly here, everybody, um, and uh, so, so to speak, <laughs> covered with flies. <laughs> One uh, yeah, so. Um, so uh, yeah, so so this is at Freedom Fest, Freedom. Yeah. No, from my cold dead hands, Freedom. Bing. Maria Butana asked Trump a question from the audience about Russia. What will be your foreign politics, especially in the relationships with my country? And do you want to continue the politics of sanctions? I believe I would get along very nicely with Putin. Okay? And I mean, where we have the strength. No shit. I don't think you'd need the sanctions. I think that we would get along very, very well. You don't need mm. the sanctions. We'd get along very well. No shit. By the way, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I was just Stop gonna... spreading fake no false news. <laughs> yes. Stop spreading lies and false lies news. And false... <laughs> uh... Oh, come on. I gotta Where say, since this, this indictment really kind of was undershadowed by everything that happened in Helsinki, mm-hmm. this is a big deal to... to to mm-hmm. me and to a lot of other people who are paying attention. But I yeah. did come across a tweet that basically said that she's the zealot of Russian spies. She's been seen, pictured. All right, so we just had. <laughs> we Stop. just had. Spreading lie and false um, news. <laughs> we just had her questioning Trump. Mm-hmm. She's been pictured with Santorum, mm-hmm. with um, Scott, Governor Scott. Rick Scott? From what? Or no, Scott Rick- Walker. Scott Walker, she's Wisconsin. been, I can't find the picture, but she's been alleged to have met with um, Rick Scott. There are pictures of her, of her with um, uh, Sheriff Clark. Oh, that, that piece of that shit. Patriot who actually went to Russia to promote the NRA oh. in Russia. Well, that would that's no shock that uh, Sheriff Clark admires the authoritarianism in the in the thuggery that goes on in in Russia because of she you know has met tons of people like mm-hmm. this is this is 
I'm I'm all under the guise of pushing this kind of whatever her organization is to promote gun rights in Russia when nobody can own a gun legally. Well, she's an undergrad here in D.C., I think at Georgetown or George Mason. I think the name of her organization is Gun Owns You Russia. <laughs> yes. So Gun Owns like You Association. I feel like this is a big deal because um, unlike the other you know, Russians that were indicted on last week, Friday, mm-hmm. she was actually here in the United States. She is now behind bars. And no yeah. bond was given to her. Not no bond. Is there. No bond. You're the bond. <laughs> You're the bond. <laughs> Actually, she's probably not the bond. She seems like a really bad bond. She's uh, no 007. <laughs> yeah, so... This uh, is a big deal. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so she, she... And this is separate from, from the Mueller investigation. Yes. From what I understand, yes. So they're uh, the so, Russian tentacles, the spies in the Kremlin influence in this country. They have uh, they they're woven in to the tapestry of America like like a fucking computer virus. I mean, it, it's it's bonkers. And when I see the people like the the person on Facebook and the and the person on Twitter. Who are trying to sell me on on Russian propaganda or Russian news outlets or you know oh well the the you know these are lies about Russian collusion. What what, what about these arrests? I mean seriously, you're believing Russia? I know, yeah. And you know, I saw uh, the 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 woman on Twitter shared this thing about you know it showed um, it, it had it, you know a little meme and it says. Had somebody saying, "Why don't you trust the uh, you know the American intelligence agencies?" And they're like, "Oh, well, they you know they spied on MLK and they did this and they, it has a big litany of things that you know the the intelligence community did uh, you know that were nefarious over the years." And it's like, okay, but they have stopped a lot of bullshit that's gone on in our country. They've caused some. They've gotten better over the years, but no. I'm not believing the fucking Russian propaganda over our intelligence community. I'm not. Especially especially when it's Republicans who are saying this is true about you know, I'm not saying I trust Republicans more, but I'm saying if there's if if Republicans are calling shenanigans shenanigans (laughs) you know, if, if Republicans are calling this shit out I'm going to take notice. Something I've learned over the past four or five years, and maybe slowly even before then, is to to be far more skeptical. And when I say that, I, I remember about ten years ago, um, there was a movement. I, I, there was a movement to, to, you know, Chavez. I'm bringing up Hugo Chavez, where we were all supposed to believe Chavez was this great socialist. And I understand why people liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. But I look back on that movement, that pro, pro-Chavez pro movement from here in America. Yeah. And I feel like, okay, we really should have been more skeptical. Yeah. We really should have been more skeptical. I, I know that he, he partnered with Sitco to, to provide oil here in America. And that's a good thing. But, you know, it, it, I just, I feel like... 
I've gotten a little bit more, maybe, maybe savvy, maybe savvy, but you know, Jill Stein was not a good person. She wasn't then and she isn't now. No. And, um, I'm not knocking, I'm not knocking democratic socialism, but what mm. I am saying is be skeptical of everybody who tries to oversell you what they can give you. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. Yes. It's, it was what was going on with Bernie Sanders. I mean, he was promising things that he could never, ever get past. And I'm not saying that Bernie Sanders is part of the propaganda machine. No, no. no. What I'm and saying I, I is... I want to make sure that you're not saying that either, because I know you're not, Joe. No, but no. As a matter of fact, skeptical. everything that Bernie Sanders says is is a would be a goal of mine. But I know that it can't be done in one presidency. You're not mm -hmm. going to get free college, guaranteed a guaranteed minimum income, and all the things that I believe should happen. Right. Uh, it's it's just not practical that you're going to see those things overnight or in even in one presidency. These yeah. things evolve over time, and, and it, that's that's where overpromising yeah gets disappointing. And you know what I'm seeing a lot. Trolls. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm saying, and and I'm seeing a lot of these people who who still still seem to be clinging on to the idea that you know Bernie Sanders is is viable for the next election, which I don't agree with. I don't believe he or Hillary Clinton should run in 2020. I I, I think not. we need somebody different because and I don't think Joe, got, as much as I love him, I don't think Joe Biden should run. Yeah, I'm but. I'm mixed on that. But the the thing is, you see all these people, all these people who who you know are you know still Sanders devotees, and that's fine. But live in reality because they're like, oh Obama, you know Obama's just a corporatist, so everybody should love the fact that Trump is there and he's a corporatist too. All right, the both of them might be corporatists in their own ways, but believe you me, you freaks, do you do you, you do you want? The, the the grotesque racism and misogyny and and uh, and homophobia that accompanies this brand of corporatist. But the thing you is, know? is that Obama's not a corporatist. No, he wasn't. I don't agree. The Koch brothers yeah. are. Libertarians yeah. are. Yeah. And and I I think the point that I was trying to get at is when when we see certain people on Twitter and Facebook and other social media platforms when they're pushing this 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 pro. This pro-Russia, this pro-Sputnik, this pro-Libertarian, this pro-Jill Stein. Pro-RT. Yeah, all this pro stuff. Mm -hmm. Th this is where I think we need to be very, very skeptical. I, I mean that sincerely. You know, you don't have to like capitalism. However, right now, regulated capitalism, and regulates, that's an important word is important yeah. the, for the way this this country works right now i am so, i'm so pro-capitalism and so pro-regulation you know i love mm -hmm. making money i fucking love money i will tell you that right now money's fucking awesome money gets me yeah. things that make me happy <laughs> money can buy happiness i said it it, it can buy sound. happiness Jesus Christ! Well, I'll so, tell you so what money you know, so when somebody do. calls me a commie or a socialist or, or some sh dumb shit like that, I'm like, you're, uh, you, you know what? 
tell me how much public assistance you've taken in your life, and I'll show you how much I've taken. I'm not putting anybody down, but I guarantee you, just about every asshole out there calling me a socialist probably has been on the dole at some point. And Absolutely. I don't mean Bob Dole. No. Um, so, well, although, Libby give him some Viagra, you, know, you could, money. you know. Let's, can we admit that? Say it, Libby say it again. Dole is, has probably been on Bob Dole. Probably. Especially when he's on uh, Viagra. Don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to think about it. Viagra. Bob Dole. Viagra. Hard on. All day long. All live long day. Bob Dole's got a hard on. Money can't buy happiness, but it makes sadness a lot easier to take. It does. And, and I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not trying to gloat or be an asshole or anything about, you know, no, not having no, to no. take public assistance. I want the safety net to be there because it's inhumane to not have it there. You know, God forbid I ever need it, and God forbid anybody else needs it, but I want them to have it. I don't want anybody to ever have to toil away for you know, uh, it, it, you know, at a job for nothing, and you know, or or, or just starve or, or be sick and not get treatment, whatever. I have been on, I've been on unemployment. I've had to apply for food stamps. I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah, Nobody you shouldn't should be. be ashamed of it. Nobody should be ashamed of it. But I get- that's the public safety net, and that's something I think that makes our country just a little bit better. It's what makes us human. I mean, that that is the basis, to me, of, of my philosophy, and, and I think most of the philosophy of most liberals, is that we have an obligation to everybody that belongs to our society. We're interwoven. You know, that and whole Christ-like, it, you know, what the, the, the lesser of us, you know? Um, well, yeah, I mean, for, I mean, the fact of the matter is, if, if, if a, seg- a whole segment of this, if millions of people are, are starving, we have an obligation. Mm-hmm. You see, that's the difference between conservatives and liberals. Liberals feel there's an obligation to people that we're not related to, that have nothing to do with us. Yeah. But yet are human beings that belong to the same society. And they don't believe that we are all connected. You know, and, and I, you know I do. Another another thing that always pisses me off as as an atheist is when you know uh, I hear well you know these leftists and socialists they want the government to replace the church in your lives that's what they want they want the government to replace the church yeah, no 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 I, don't, I the, the church can do what it wants I don't want to have anything to do with the church, but what I want is a government that is equitable with their charity and will feed people of all stripes, nationalities, creeds, color, and that they're not going to go in and say, okay, now that you had your supper, let me read you from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You know? I mean, that. If I can flip that around. When I, don't I want... see these mega churches yeah. with these priests that have, you know, million dollar homes, multi million dollar mm-hmm. homes, I feel like, you know what? How about you take some of your money from your mega church and practice what you preach and make sure that some of that money goes not just feeding the poor, uh-huh. how about giving the poor houses? Yeah. Because if you are a like a five hundred million dollar mega pre- preacher you can you can afford at least five hundred fifty thousand yeah, dollar houses sure. in the neighborhoods that you're at. 
Sure, absolutely. You know, I mean, could, could you imagine if, if they, you know, but then they're going to be like, well, God doesn't want me to be punished for my prosperity. Well, you know, I, I mean, it's all, it's all a bunch of shit. But my most important, the most important thing for me is I don't want, if churches want to do charity, do it. But I don't trust churches to do all charity because they'll discriminate. As yeah. you know, the the people who are like, "Oh, I can't sell a cake to a gay man. That would make me complicit in the gayness." You know, I mean, it's it's insane. You know, so so I trust the government that if somebody needs something, the government isn't going to be like, "Well, tell me who you love." You know, uh, well, unless con- conservatives get their way, and then absolutely. Uh, well, but- what liberals try to do is make government. Uh, um, more equitable. I'm what, equitable. Maybe that's a bad way. Equitable to put it, is the yeah. Equitable is a perfect word for it. Liberals push the government to be more equal to everybody besides yes. white people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the point is, is that charities, private charities, are fine. Christian charities are fine, and and any religious, you know, faith based charities are fine. Uh, y- y- but the point is that they can't reach everybody, and we have to guarantee we reach everybody, or at least try yes. to guarantee we reach everybody. And yeah. the only way to do that is through our secular government, yes, which I, is yeah. a representation yes. of our society. That's what of the government is. It's a representation of who we are. And that government, we believe... Oh, thank you. <laughs> that, that government is an expression of our society and the government has to guarantee or try to guarantee that everybody has a minimum life style a minimum life uh, expectancy mm-hmm. as far as what you can can expect to, to, to raise a, ch- a child a family you know so when it comes to like Bernie Sanders I, I said back then Everything he talked about, I was closer to him in philosophy yeah. than I was to, than I was to Hillary Clinton. Sure. The fact of the matter is, I knew that I knew that what Bernie San, Bernie Sanders was selling, he couldn't deliver. And yeah. all that brings, and let me tell you, all that brings to people is disappointment. Sure, because absolutely. He, he becomes right now, right? He, become, he becomes president. He serves four years. None of this stuff happens. Nobody gets free college. Nobody gets a guaranteed minimum income. And we got another Jimmy All Carter. Thing, yeah. Well, and and you end up. Yeah, you end up with. Aha! See, I told you those socialists—they're just liars. Yeah. That's uh, not we, what we need. What we need is we, we need is baby steps. Baby steps. We have to take this a little at a time. Pragmatism. Those things as our goal as our goals. Those are our goals. Yeah, and, and we have to yeah. achieve them a little at a time. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go to the break. Um, right. But uh, that's all right. Uh, Green news report coming up, everybody. Uh, when we get back, we'll do a real quick name calling. Let us know if you have any birthdays or anything. Uh, blah blah blah. I'm gonna go see if my idiot neighbor is still vacuuming his fucking car. He is. I can hear it. <laughs> I can hear it. Stop. <laughs> Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, July 17, 2018. Governor Rick Scott has declared a state of emergency for seven counties in Florida, and it's all because... 
Toxic algae blooms choke Lake Okeechobee, threatening drinking water and more in the Sunshine State. A warm June didn't help matters either. Ohio takes belated steps to curb toxic algae in Lake Erie. Summer night temperatures rising faster than daytime temperatures. Plus, Ireland set to become the first nation in the world to divest from fossil fuels. Go Ireland! All of those reports and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So if you see what looks like pea green super or something in the water that could be an algal bloom, uh, still enjoy a wonderful day on the beach, on your boat, just don't get in the water. Just when I thought it was safe to go back in the water. Algae blooms. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyant, I was a little snarky there about algae, but this is actually a very serious problem. Yes, toxic algae is toxic, and summer's heat means the return of toxic algae blooms. In Florida, Republican Governor Rick Scott has declared a state of emergency in seven counties because a massive toxic algae bloom has choked 90% of Lake Okeechobee, fueled by fertilizer runoff from the agriculture industry. Lake Okeechobee? The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has begun flushing water out of Lake Okeechobee, saying they must flush the lake to lower water levels to reduce the risk of flooding from heavy rainfall. But flushing the algae downstream means that the toxic, smelly, gloppy green goop is headed to Florida's canals, bays, and beaches, impacting tourism, the shellfish industry, and public health. Mm. It's a similar story in Ohio, where after years of resistance, Republican Governor John Kasich signed an executive order late last week directing the Ohio EPA and the Departments of Agriculture and Natural Resources to create new regulations to reduce the amount of fertilizer and manure runoff from farms near the western bases of Lake Erie. We have to constantly upgrade and do what we can, respecting farmers, they're an important part of our system, but to develop a plan that will keep us from having more algae blooms and, and, take, and doing more damage to that lake. Now the state government says that voluntary steps taken by farmers so far have failed to sufficiently curb nutrient pollution That's the runoff of phosphorus and other nutrients from farms that is the leading contributor to toxic algae blooms. However, agriculture industry groups criticized Kasich's move, arguing that the solution to these repeated algae blooms is unclear. They certainly have stake in it. Reducing fertilizer use could reduce crop yields, and that could reduce profits. That explains that. Summer nights are warming up faster than days, thanks to global warming, with dangerous implications for public health. according to new data from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration that found while daytime temperatures are rising and heat records are increasing in frequency, surprisingly, nighttime temperatures in the United States are rising even faster Hmm. at double the rate of daytime temperatures. Sustained hot overnight temperatures give people no opportunity to cool off, especially in regions that are less likely to have air conditioning because they're not used to summer heat. High temperatures kill far more Americans than any other type of extreme weather. Oh, and by the way, warming nights also impact certain crops that require cool nighttime temperatures. Mm. But some good news, a record number of Americans now accept that climate change is real. An annual survey of attitudes taken by the University of Michigan conducted during that recent record-breaking heat wave that set new all-time high heat records across the country has found that now 73% of Americans think their 
there is, quote, solid evidence of climate change. 60% now accept that human beings have an influence on how the climate is changing. Both of those numbers are the highest in the history of the poll. It seems like the U.S. oil and gas industry is just not that into offshore drilling anymore. The Trump Interior Department on Monday announced the largest ever auction for offshore oil and gas leases on record for the Gulf of Mexico. And that's despite lack of interest and demand from the oil industry to the last lease sale just a few months ago. At that sale, only 1% of millions of acres offered were actually taken up by the oil and gas industry. Finally, a major victory for climate action in Ireland, where the National Assembly has voted to make Ireland the first nation on the planet to fully divest its public investments from fossil fuels. The fossil fuel divestment bill passed Ireland's lower house and is expected to pass the upper house and become law by the end of the year. It directs the Ireland Strategic Investment Fund to sell off nearly $400 million worth of coal, oil, and natural gas assets as soon as practical, but within the next five years. It's the most significant advance to date for the international divestment campaign promoted by environmentalists worldwide. The writing's on the wall. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow us, and share us worldwide, even in Ireland, on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. For you, I have to risk it all. Cause the writing's on the Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. President Putin, uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this, I don't see any reason why it would be. I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. The no puppet. No puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's- Fuck. Listen to this. Let me see if you guys can hear this. Let me see if you can hear this. This is this is on my cell phone. Now you can't hear it. God damn it. I record. I tried to record the the vacuum. It's so loud. It's so loud. He's been vacuuming for an hour. <laughs> Maybe he's getting the car ready for your party. Well, Maybe he's not, he's like... not invited. This is the idiot that uh, whipped out his gun when I went over to help change a tire. Um, Maybe it's a good, uh, good fellows kind of thing. Yeah. This is the guy who raises, got... raises chickens for very noble purposes, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> roosters. <laughs> You know, yeah, we got some oh, winners. Yep, yeah. cockfighter. Yeah, I think so. 
I got no facts to back this up, but, you know. I got fainting goats. Uh, (laughs) I love fainting goats. So They're fun. Yeah, they are. (laughs) I just saw a video of somebody rolling a ball at one, and his back legs locked up, and it just fell over. Poor thing. Stop it! Don't Stop do that. It. Don't don't torture the fainting goats. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't have facts to back up. I don't have facts to back this up. But he also has pit bulls too. Makes me wonder. Oh, uh, he's a cockfighter. Yeah. So uh, and and of course and again uh, seriously in the dead of winter I saw him changing a tire when I was taking out trash and I went over and I was just wearing a t-shirt. I was like, hey dude, hey Alex, how's it going? You you want help changing your tire? And he's like, uh, blah, 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 just getting all weird. No, I don't need help. I don't need help. And he's like, you know, you're lucky I know you because, you know, hey. And then he like reaches into his waistband and pulls out a gun and shows me. He didn't like point it at me, but I'm like, fuck off for fucking oh, wow. real. Uh, really? Really? You, you, you're that in fucking secure, you know? Uh, fine. I, you know what? You need anything? Don't ever ask, you fucking freak. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, seriously, do, do you want help changing a tire in the middle of winter? I have a gun, Dick. I am a man. No, he's <laughs> a boy. He's a little teeny boy. Um, and I'm, I'm much bigger than him, by the way, stature wise. Um, the other way, I couldn't say one way or the other. I don't care. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, uh, stop vacuuming. Uh, anyway, yes. welcome back to the show. Joe Santoris of Scranton, <laughs> Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Hi. Do you know we had the very first Rite Aid ever right here in Scranton? You've got all kinds of fun facts for Scranton tonight. I love yeah, this. Yeah, and it's still open. We're st- we still nice. have it. Nice. So there. Uh, I-, I will say this. Uh, one highlight of today was uh i got in uh my i pre-ordered my uh fears confections chocolates for the party this saturday i got all kinds of fun nerd stuff we got star trek star wars doctor who plus buckeyes of course those fam- what ohio is famous for candy wise um and all kinds of other fun stuff the you know very excited about it so everybody can stuff their face full of chocolates plus chocolate covered gummy worms for the kids um <laughs> And um, uh, somebody's done with their plate, I think. So, <laughs> uh, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back to the show. Well, i i have a I have a fun fact about Alexandria, Virginia. Nice, yay! D- Jim Morrison graduated <clears throat> from George Washington High School in 1961. Here. Wow! Nice. Wow. Well. How about that? Come on, baby, sign my yearbook. Come on, baby, (laughs) sign my yearbook. (laughs) That's the best Doors pun to come up with. with I think it was high school is strange. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a student in the class. (laughs) (laughs) He's been been smoking real bad. Grass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> like a dog with that. The Alexandria.gov website. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's great. That's very cool. Oh, so, yeah. uh, all right, I- I'm gonna do uh, name calling real quick, just because you know, damn it, I'm you know, I've done it in a while. So let's. Uh, all know. right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. Across the street, we have Alex with the vacuum cleaner. 
<laughs> Stop it! Uh, <laughs> you're driving me insane! <laughs> Short drive. Uh, Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio in the chat. Uh, Bobber in DC, who's going to be right here in this studio on Friday with rain. Very excited. Uh, Clinster, Psy Guy, Jay Colley, Cat. Cat will be here on Saturday. That's exciting. And oh, nice. uh, Ken Senior will be here on Saturday. Lee Yay. again. Uh, of course, living on Long Island. Miles and Michelle in Port St. Lucie, of course, from Mike Check Radio as well. Uh, Moon Mare, President, Sandy and Derwood, Scooter Cans, Theo, Tim Coromall. Check out the Tim Coromall show at 10 15 p.m. Eastern tonight. I hear the clown car is a humdinger. <laughs> Bobbleheads. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Trojan Rabbit from Paul's Memory Bank heard every Monday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. I caught the tail end of it last night. Big shocker. I tuned in and a Moody Blues song was playing. Paul loves Moody Blues. Um, I don't think Leary's dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Moody, Moody Blues. Oh, I don't know that. I know Bella Lugosi's dead by uh, Bauhaus. I love Moody Blues. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I got nothing against them. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest devotee, but I will not change the channel I also if love they're spending on. Spending my nights in white satin. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I always used to mix them up with Procol Harum when I was young. Was, what was Procol Harum's big song? That was um You skipped a life fandango. Oh yeah, yeah. Um turn cogwheels across the floor. Whiter shade of pale. Whiter shade of pale and nice and white yes. satin. That's how I am used to mess with them. Totally different sounding bands too, which is yeah, but yeah. that's that's the song, yeah. So Saw them live here in Scranton. Nice. So back in the day, back in the day. But yeah, I mean now <laughs> I, I don't I don't mix them up at all now, obviously, because you know. You just know what the, happened here in Alexandria? Huh? Deep Scalise got shot. Oh, that's a not. That's a. That's, that's not a nasty. A good, yeah. Well, so let's talk about Jim Morris. Let's make more puns about Jim Morrison being in school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, uh, Fizz Ed Woman. So I don't know. <laughs> That was a bad Morrison. Fizzed woman. Yeah, that sounds like Morrison, everybody. It's <laughs> a lot better. I don't yeah. even know L.A. Woman. I don't even know how, how, that's, how that song goes. Um, <laughs> this is the end. It's graduation, my friend. There you go. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> how am I doing? How am I, I doing? like it. <laughs> Maybe it should be, there's a student on the bus. That's a good one. <laughs> there's a You're whole bunch of us. Pass. We're driving down to school. Some are acting fools. Students on the bus. <laughs> there's a killer in the dorm. His name is... See? See, we bring His it right back. See, now I'm, ta- I'm talking like high school. I'm making like high school songs in there. Uh-huh. In college. There's a killer uh- in the gym. Hey, the bus for college is here, kids. Let's hop on. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. 
Uh, All aboard the blue bus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lee again says, stop it. (laughs) Sorry, Lee. Sorry. He's pulling an Ann Romney on us. Stop it. Um... I, it was just a fun fact. I felt like I had to keep up with. It was. Spirit. It was good. It was a good fun yes. fact. So, uh, sorry, I should have mentioned this before. If uh, we we could probably squeeze in a couple calls three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six, or three three zero Ken one G O O go O. The door is open. The door. The door is well done, sir. Well done. The doors you are open. You want to know another little fun fact about... Call in, man, Zarek. I got one more fun fact. Sure. You know the movie Remember the Titans? Uh, is that the sequel to Denzel Forget Washington? Forget the Lo- Forget the Loosens? It's a sports movie. You probably don't know, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Forget the Loosens the was Remember a great movie. Remember the Titans is based on... Um, the high school here in Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ken's like, mm-hmm. I'm yep. just going to say that nicely. I have no idea what that is. That's a movie that is <laughs> that exists. <laughs> at your bargain bin at Kmart now. <laughs> no, remember, the Titans is awesome. Kmart went out of Somebody business. Somebody in the chat room help me out. Uh, Cat, look at No you. one help her. No, nobody help her. <laughs> Adam Hebert's She's a killer on the loose. Adam Hebert's on the road. On the, Adam Hebert's on the road. <laughs> or, what's up, buddy? Going off the rails real fast, hasn't it? Oh, uh, it's Just not it, the rails. The rail. There was only like a, a, like half a rusty rail before the show <laughs> began. So, you know, it was it was destined to completely you know go through a ditch and then to like some wetlands and probably a, a gently populated area of Appalachia. Um, a gently populated area. <laughs> 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 you know. One of those gently populated areas where people, they don't really put down foundations for their houses. They just kind of get a broom and dust off a patch and live there. Ooh. Sort of like in the uh, the Shire. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a hobbit hole. Yeah. Gently. It's a gen- gentle hobbit. occupation. Anyway, what's up, Adam? Oh, nothing much. It's just all this talk about everyone coming to visit you has me looking at possibilities for next year. Uh well so we won't have a twenty will happen yeah we'll we'll do something is something different but we're not gonna have a twenty first anniversary party that's just well no weird. I'm not for the anniversary <laughs> not for anniversary I'm just saying you know I get vacations you get vacations you know you never know that's true so, but no uh you know it's it's hard watching the man who's supposed to be sticking up for us as, oh. as a country just shamelessly grovel before this KGB thug. It's it's shameful. You yeah. know, they harangued they harangued Obama for bowing to the Japanese emperor, which is appropriate. Obama's yes. a very tall man. He has to bow deeper. You know It wasn't even that deep bowing this I'm sorry? I said it wasn't even that deep. Right, but I'm just saying that Obama's a tall guy, so his bow would have to be deeper, even if it were, you know, I'm just, but 
that wasn't even bowing. That was Graveling. kneeling and Graveling. something. Well, gravelly. You know. Well, and, and let's let's Bravo. take this into example. Uh, so, so um, a while ago, uh, last year, uh, Trump curtsied to Saudis. Curtsied, curtsied, and then he did a stupid dance with a sword. Oh he God! Any time he dances, that makes me just oh. want to start punching. Remember the globe? Yeah, the globe. Oh, yeah, the globe. Oh. The the touching of the bull. Um, <laughs> The bulls, uh, and and not and not only that, he saluted, saluted a North Korean general. Yeah. Fuck I mean, this me. Guy, you know this guy is an imbecile, and he's ruining our reputation abroad. And I love when the maggots think, "Oh, he's doing so great." No, he isn't, because we're going we are going to be picking up the wreckage and repairing the damage. This asshole is done for decades mm-hmm. because you know, we are going to have to convince our we're going to have to convince our allies we're not going to do this again well and i don't care because he says racist stuff like i like yeah. it's it he says what i'm thinking i have to wonder well, when, i have yeah. to wonder and and what do you think about this adam every yeah. every other white house has had a protocol officer mm-hmm. and the protocol officer is the one who kind of goes in and tells you know the higher end white house staff look you're going to saudi arabia you're going to whatever country you're going to and here here are the accepted norms and here's how you're supposed to act i have not been able to find any nomination or any you know hiring of a protocol officer for this white house well, because, and I, I forget that? who, well, I think that he's actually convinced everyone loves him. Everyone's ready to, you know, ready to tell him his farts smell like fresh baked cinnamon rolls. Nah, and yeah, that, he doesn't that's think not he, true. He doesn't need, he doesn't, he doesn't think he needs a protocol officer. Uh, someone on Twitter, I forget who, like Kenny, pointed out, he's not paranoid, he's pro-noid. He's convinced everyone loves him. So he doesn't need a protocol officer mm. because everything he does is right. Yeah, that's sociopathological narcissism. You know, I mean this. I mean this guy. This man is not mentally well, and I. You know, I'm convinced that you know he's definitely a narcissist. There's something wrong upstairs. He's got mm-hmm. some serious bats in that belfry. Hey, uh, Sandy and Durwood, uh, she, she's uh, doing some name dropping in the chat. I want to mention this. She said uh, she went to high school with Brad Oscar, who was nominated for two Tonys, and also share my birthday with his sister, who is a TV actress, and her name is Vicky or Victoria, if you're looking for her on IMDb. All right, as long as you're name dropping. Well, I don't remember the guy's name, but I want to say I went to high school with a guy. All right, dig this. I went to I high school. I went to high school. Oh, sorry. I went to high school with a guy. Uh, that went around bragging that he let a calf fillet him, and when I um, when I confronted him about it, he said, "Don't knock it till you tried it." True story. <laughs> that's a that's the quality I, I of people it. I went to high school with, folks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like peeling an onion with you, pick. Huh. <laughs> it's like peeling an onion with. I know you. so many layers, so many layers. It's that's a true story. I'm um, sorry if that grossed anybody out, but I confronted him. I was like, "What's wrong with you, you freak?" And he's like, "Don't knock till you try it, man." 
No, no, I will knock it. I will knock sex with animals, and I will not try it. It is illegal yeah, that's and gross choice. and fucked up. But uh, so anyway, yeah, I don't know what made me remember that. I, I, I was just thinking. I'm sorry. I was just thinking of how 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 crappy the people in high school were. I was like, that sounds nice that Sandy's sharing the story. And I'm like, you know, here, let me share a horrible story. Oh, and another girl told me she, uh, uh, when she found out what I was an atheist, said, "When you go to hell, come back and tell me what it's like." So anyway, Adam, go ahead, continue. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I find it ironic that a man named Oscar won a Tony. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So, <laughs> uh, I, I saw week, that. Folks, tell your friends. No, I, I, I appreciate that because I, I, I noticed that, and I was, I was trying to think of a joke for that, but uh, you got it, you got it, you win it. And uh, I, I heard his Grammy was, I heard his Grammy was really proud of him for that. <laughs> yeah. oh, so. All right, there you go. You've recovered. You get yeah. a good oh, joke in. Yeah. <laughs> and Cat says, "Oh, no, Kenny, but- Columbiana County never change." <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, I hope I hope you, Rain, and Bobber have a great time while they're there. I wish I could have made it. I've already told Rain to please have extra fun for me, so I, I hope that I happens. That. Yeah, I, I'd appreciate it. I've got it. bail money. <laughs> well, the, that's great. But no, I, I was I was doing research. Like Kenny, you were telling me about the the art museum in Cleveland. Like I got it. Oh, the art museum is fantastic. We we have such a, a brilliant collection of medieval armor and weapons. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, that, that stuff. sarcophagus, that sarcophagus oh, yeah. you showed me was beautiful. Yeah, we got some I great mean, Egyptian amazing. Egyptian relics too. So, um, yeah, it, it's and yet uh, you can't walk like an Egyptian. Oh no, I can't. But I can give you a rim shot like an American. <laughs> Uh, there we go. All right, Adam. Have a good night. We'll uh, have a great show on right. Saturday. Maybe I'll talk to you if you call in on Friday. Yeah, yeah I probably will. I'm, I'm off on Friday, so I should be able to make make a call. All right. See you then. Okay. Bye bye. Everyone, worry. I'm running the station this week. Oh no. Weekend. All right. Uh, sorry ah. about the, that horrible story about the guy I went to high school with, but I just wanted to let you know what kind of. <laughs> I mean, seriously, somebody was like, "Yeah, he totally." He lived on a cow farm, and, it, and this guy was like, yeah. One of my friends was like, he totally said that he did that with a calf. And I was like, no. No. No, he didn't. And I went up, and I was like, did you do that to a calf? Don't knock it till you try it, man. No! Oh, hey, good news. <laughs> he stopped vacuuming. Thank you! Uh, <laughs> speaking of sucking... Uh, <laughs> Hope he didn't leave any DNA down there. Yeah. Uh, living Long Island says, makes Ohio sound dread- dreadful. Yes, <laughs> some parts. <laughs> well, I will say the last time I was in Cleveland, there was a killer on the loose. Killer on the loose. That's true. There that's was. true. There, so, there was. He ended up you in passed Pennsylvania. Him. But you passed him. I did. We crossed. You escaped Pennsylvania just in the nick of time. I about that. So. I did. I, I left... Yeah, I left. Uh, I got into Youngstown just in time when no. he was getting to Erie. Adam says I heard that as cat. No, I did not say cat. Not a cat. Cats don't have the ability to do that. Um, so, <laughs> except with other cats. Yeah, maybe. 
or in some instances themselves. Uh, <laughs> if they do, I do not want to know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Know. This is this is the, the uh, this. Is, I'm going to go on my own apology tour to outdo Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. You have anyway, a lot to be sorry for, us, son. I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's go to break. <laughs> and uh, when we come back, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play you. <laughs> we're gonna, uh, we're gonna take a break from all this. I have a story that I've been sitting on for a while. It's a blast from the past from Cleveland, um, uh, <laughs> from our sordid past. Don't worry, it doesn't involve animals. Well, some wildlife oh, here and there, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Yeah, really. Anyway, we'll be right back with um, more more Doors parodies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You never heard the Schmengies. No. no. Anyway, all right, break time, folks. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. (laughs) Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. (laughs) All right. I agree. I agree with Lee again. This show should go into whatever the opposite of the Museum of Radio is. <laughs> yes, yes. Michelle, Michelle in South Florida said, "Yeah, too bitey cats are, of course, uh, <laughs> the mix-up with... With uh, an Adam Hebert said, a calf tried to swallow my arm once when I was like ten. Just wrapped its tongue around my wrist and went slurp. <laughs> well, at least it was just your arm, unlike that fucking future Trump voter I went to school with. Um, um, Lord, yeah, you know that guy voted for Trump if he's still alive. Um, you know, uh, but anyway, I love the Doors are one of those groups that are. We're a lot more likable, the less you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but doom doom doom. All right. Uh, okay. So uh, I, 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 there was a, a documentary that I saw recently, and if you want to call it a documentary, I, th- this guy did it did a, a fair job on it. Uh, but it was this, basically just assembling news clips, and and it it didn't have all the news clips I thought it should have. So I I used some of the ones that he had for his documentary, and I found others. 
But um, there was a thing that happened in Cleveland, Ohio in 1986 called Balloon Fest, everybody. Doesn't that sound fun? Balloon Fest. Yay. Isn't that oh great? God. Oh, my God. Balloon Fest sounds like the best time for all involved. And um, I'll tell you what. I just I, I can't resist talking about Balloon Fest because um, – it just sounds it just sounds uh, incredible and I love just, hot air balloons is that what we're talking no no about no balloons? we're talking about just regular helium balloons everybody wow. yeah yeah so this is good this is good as so, long as uh, you don't get inflated expectations hey it's okay yeah yeah exactly well they that we did cleveland did get inflated expectations over this whole thing um and uh where all my where is oh there's my number one clip all right so balloon fest uh was to take place on uh let me see 927 uh 1986 all right here is um so in in what happened is down um in public square uh and right by the terminal tower they built this humongous structure this giant scaffolding they had building permits they did this crazy thing and then what they would do is within the structure they had a giant net that would be lifted into the air by great big uh helium balloons right and then once this net was up there underneath the net all these volunteers would inflate one and a half million helium balloons, release them up, they would get caught in the net, and then all at once they would be released en masse to set a, a world record for Guinness. Right? This sounds fun. Doesn't it? It sounds so it fun. Does. Um, and, uh, but there were some issues. Um, this is, uh, there was some, there was a storm the night before and who would have ever thought that there could be bad weather in September in Cleveland? I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh, that's a little sarcasm. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so this is a WKYC channel three, Dale Solly, um, uh, talking about, uh, and he's, he's talking to the site, the site manager, Tom Hollowock. Uh, about the storm damage that happened the night before. Well, everybody down here, Bob and Doreen, says the show will still go on. That is tomorrow. Tonight, of course, the workers have a long, long night ahead of them. As you can see behind me back there, the seam in the tarpaulin that covers the, uh, the balloon bin, that was torn during the storm. If you tilt up, you can see the larger balloons, the ones that were to lift the netting off the, uh, off the top of the bin and release the million and a half balloons. Those two have been uh, decompressed up there right now. As a matter of fact, half of them have blown down. This is Tom Hollowock, the site manager. The show is still on, Tom. Still How on. long is it going to take for you guys to fix this stuff? Well, the most important thing is for us to get the tarp fixed now so the balloons will stay inside. And we think that we can do it in about three hours. We've got a lot of spare fabric. We've got the whole crew here. We've got our lifts. We've got the street closed down so we can work on it nonstop until it gets done. Will you be inflating the balloons inside while you're repairing the tarp outside? No, we have to repair the tarp now. We've got from now until 4 o'clock when the kids get here to uh, fix the tarp, and we say that we can do it. Uh, preliminary examination shows that uh, there doesn't seem to be any damage to the net on the top. Uh, the helium lines and everything are in place and still seem to be okay. Uh, as far as these inflatables go, the folks at Pioneer Balloon down in Willard, who are providing all the small balloons, say that they can get us more inflatables to lift the net up. All right, again, all of this stuff was built to take 60 miles 
mile-an-hour winds, and whatever specifications they put this scaffolding up to, it certainly worked tonight, didn't it? It really did. I think the engineer who drew those designs is going to be happy he drew them just the way he did. All right, well, we're going to have a lot of happy people out there to know that the Balloon Fest, thank you, Tom Hollowack, the site manager, Balloon Fest 86 is still on for tomorrow, but again, the work will go on here all night long. Still 2 o'clock, that's what time they're talking about, letting a million and a half balloons out. We're oh still my. talking about the Guinness Book of World Records, but we're also talking about one long, wet night. All right. Well, so now Cat Cat says September is the driest month of the year in Cleveland. Well, uh, uh, but I'm just saying, seriously, fall in late summer weather here, it can go it can go weird. But yeah, so so there was some storm damage, and there was there was a you know there were still making repairs on the day of. And I have a clip of that from uh, WJW Channel 8 with Robin Swoboda, a, C a Cleveland legend, and Don Olson. Here's part two. You guys are going to be fascinated by this. Stuff. Even though tonight's storm did some minor damage, just about everything is ready for Balloon Fest 86, set to take place in downtown Cleveland tomorrow to benefit the United Way. Literally millions of balloons will be released on Public Square, which will set a world record. No, literally one and a half million balloons. And it wasn't even, um, oh, spoiler, wasn't even one and a half million. New Center 8's Don Olson was down on Public Square this evening, where some last-minute preparations were taking place. Don't worry, Moses Cleveland has not been put in jail. This is the view from inside the huge bin that will hold a million and a half balloons. Workers were making last-minute preparations this evening for the event to benefit the United Way. Coming out, coming out! The scaffolding, which takes up the entire southwest quadrant, took 10 men two and a half weeks to construct. We thought we started out just building a box to hold balloons in. We didn't realize we were building a building that had to meet every single city safety code and building code that you have to meet if you build a permanent building. And so this thing is built to withstand a 60-mile-an-hour wind. Tomorrow morning, area high school students will begin arriving at 4 o'clock to begin the massive job of inflating the balloons one by one. The 2,500 high school students will be inflating 4,500 balloons per minute for up to six hours. Festivities begin on Public Square at noon. The balloon release is set for six minutes after two. Certain downtown streets were closed at seven this evening and will remain closed until after tomorrow's events. They are all of Public Square, Ontario from Prospect to St. Clair, Superior between East 9th and West 6th, and Euclid from East 9th all the way to Public Square. An event like this has never been held before, so no one is quite sure just how many people will show up. A good tip is to show up early. Don Olson, News Center 8, Cleveland. All right, what's really cool about and nostalgic about this is the, all these streets are streets that I'm on every day. You know, I, I, I'm, you know, when I'm, you know, running around downtown, getting lunch, going to the train, all that. Um, and, you know, Ray and Bob, you'll, you'll be on some of these streets. Um, or, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm not going to have to blow up balloons, am I? No, no. But did you catch that though? All, all the people who are blowing up the balloons and, and, and think of, think of this, what could possibly go wrong if you have to tie off thousands of balloons that's gonna screw up your fingers. <laughs> All the... I was trying to figure out the amount of kids. Mm-hmm. I think they said twenty-five hundred kids. Twenty-five hundred kids for how many balloons was it? A uh, million and a half. Yeah. Okay. 
so the but yeah they, they they said the figure of how many they'd have to do but I, I don't recall but that's not really the 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 crux of the story here i know it's not and, no, and joe just so you know this story ends really happily so you're going to be very pleased i'm kidding it's in cleveland <laughs> <laughs> just see you already burst my balloon uh, see pop see? <laughs> uh yeah we, we can uh, most certainly afford you a real shot for that but uh, all right, so back to the audio because we—I uh, have all these numbered and, and, and have them meticulously placed. Uh, but I'm so excited to share this with everybody. And uh, this is from WEWS Channel Five. David Moss with Balloon Fest organizer Treb Treb Heining. Treb or Treb Treb Heining, I think. Anyway, Treb. and he, uh, yeah, Treb Heining uh, is from Balloon Art, California outfit um and uh here you go let's hear let's hear hear what treb has to say about balloon fest you can inflate a balloon in three seconds four seconds i understand how long is it going to take these kids with no experience we're figuring that they'll do about two to three balloons a minute i've been doing this since i was 15 years old so it's unfair to compare but uh two to three balloons a minute each kid going to do uh, correctly about 700 balloons or so uh, for the day and and we'll do it in about four to six hours all the balloons don't remember folks don't park on the square because this ain't the place for your car this weekend <laughs> Uh, so each kid had to inflate 700 balloons, right? Wow. <laughs> Did you, I mean, they didn't have to blow them up, but they had to put the helium in them and tie them off. So, uh, you yeah, know. But still, the tying off is the big deal here. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I couldn't find out who this anchor was. Yeah, the tying off of 700 <laughs> balloons is a big deal. Your fingers would be a wreck, as we'll find out uh, momentarily. Um, but uh, this is... Uh, <laughs> This is a joke. I couldn't f figure out who this anchor was from Channel. F uh, I'm sorry, Channel Five WEWS. He made a joke about the uh, the weather that was going on, and he said where he thought the balloons would end up. Thank I understand you. we might have a northerly wind too, so they'll all wind up over Canada. <laughs> <laughs> remember that. Um, so uh, I'm just saying, remember that. Now, uh, also, two people who were in attendance of this. Basically, they were the MCs from the whole for the whole thing legendary cleveland uh movie hosts and game show hosts and you know uh, news commentators uh, but mostly known for like their comedy sketches and, and doing late night movie hosts uh, they they kind of were horror movie hosts but they weren't like they didn't dress up in monster costumes or anything big chuck uh uh shadowski uh and uh little john rinaldi big chuck and little john basically so they were they were kind of the the got the, the voices of of this event and i know cat knows who big chuck and little john are a few other people might know but they really are local legends and they but they were the, the people who were uh, uh tasked to make this a big fun event for everybody so this was here's the here's the first casualty of balloon fest um, ladies and gentlemen live from downtown cleveland it's big chuck and little john in front of the biggest happening around okay thank you john and we have a, a real story to tell you this is not we're not making this up it's really happened mary ellen bought two bunches of balloons to give to john and i here she came down and one of the bunches of balloons she had tied to her watch and the watch opened up 
and uh, the balloons took the watch, and it's now going out east somewhere. <laughs> so John and I say, if anybody finds Mary Allen's watch tied to a bunch of balloons like this, and if you return it to the station, we'll have all kind of rewards for you. Okay, well, thanks well, for coming down, Mayor. We'll have all kind of rewards for you there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like balloons. We'll have balloons. Balloons. And, uh, and, and Joe, it went out east, so, you know, uh, check <laughs> well, on your I next drive out here. <laughs> So. I know there's something on my roof. I have to see. <laughs> <laughs> something so the next casualties, as you probably have anticipated, Rain, you're definitely thinking about this, is the fingers of the students. Uh, little John Rinaldi, WJW Channel 8, uh, from Big Chuck and Little John, talks to one of the volunteers. What is your name? Tanya Pugh. Okay, Tanya, show everybody what you have on your hands there. What are those? Let's say bandages. Okay, and what are they for? Oh, they're for getting away from sores, sores from your hands. Okay, did you get any blisters? Yeah, three. Are you having a good time? Yeah. Are you tired? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Chuck, as you can see, they're going strong, they're blowing them up. I I still think they have the record. Back to you, Chuck. Uh, yeah, so all these kids are running around with their fingers bandaged from all of the blisters and sores. <laughs> do you really believe she she meant it when she when he said, "Are you having a good time?" She said, "Yeah, but look at yeah. my bandage and it's my blister and look at the blood." Yeah. Look. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Look at the look at the blood there. Um. We're gonna we're gonna do this a cliffhanger. I might be able to squeeze in one one Mad Lib, but honest to God, I'm so brain dead I can't multifunction right now for Mad Libs. So we're probably not gonna do them. But th this story will uh, uh, will maybe we'll, we'll squeeze out one. We'll I'll try. Um, but yeah, so here's a uh, here's got clip one of those blisters. Yeah, here's clip seven <laughs> of uh, from WJW Channel Eight. Uh, little John Rinaldi again with uh, Treb Heining. Uh, Treb Heining Wait. again. Uh, the or, uh, the Say that uh, name again. Treb Treb Heining. Heining. Yeah, and and uh, you know Cleveland. After this, after today, will no longer be the butt of any jokes. Her butt. Um. That's Mr. A, Heining. That's a bad prediction, Treb. Something that uh, has been in the planning stages since March of this year. So a lot of technical research and research through the city permits. Uh, it's endless. It's absolutely astonishing to try and get something like this off, let alone waiting for good weather. So this is a big plus for Cleveland. Oh, it's something that, you know, they predicted 70% chance of showers today. And I think this is a prime example of what United Way is trying to do in terms of saying, it's Cleveland, it's your time. It's time to say yes. It's time to say <laughs> it is a happening city. We are on the move. It's no longer the butt of jokes or anything. I've been in this city now for six months, and I absolutely love it. You know, my wife and I have even talked about moving here, and our friends in L.A. think we're nuts. But it is a wonderful place. If I had money to invest, this is where I'd be invested in. Very, very good. Very good Thank trip. you. Hey, just a tip for you. Treb Heining still lives in L.A. Just, can, can I ask you something? Is he the guy that's vacuuming next door? Uh, no, he's not. No. So he said, this is the place to live. I'm really glad to be here, and I might move here. And he never did. Especially after what happens in the end. So, <laughs> I don't even think... I want to make fun of Cleveland. No, no, I do. I, I live here. Cleveland is lovely. I want to make fun of Cleveland's past. I love that. <laughs> you know? I mean, this happened 20 years before I lived here. Well, not quite 20 years. Well, yeah, no. No, this it, happened 
what, 15 years before I moved to Cleveland? So, and I just learned about this. I just learned about this because I grew up on Youngstown television. So this this is all, you know, relatively new to me. But when I saw this, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, and, and um, so... So anyway, I think I think I want to go to break a little bit early so we can, you know, leave that as a cliffhanger. But yeah, yeah, that's it. Cleveland, Comeback City, Balloon Fest 86. Totally going to never be a joke again. Wait, what? Um, I mean, because it, it, and there, there's certain things I don't want to joke about about this, but it's just it's just such a perfect Cleveland story. It really is. It's insane. Um, I, I already have questions after we're done with clips. Well, you can ask a couple questions now because we, we have, uh, uh, you know, any, uh, right, so, we have time. All right, my question is, is when Cleveland Balloon Fest 86 happened, mm -hmm. did they get Band-Aid to sponsor it? Uh, <laughs> I wish. I am stuck <laughs> on Band-Aid brand because Band-Aid stuck on me. <laughs> That was that was only that was my only question. Well, it's a good fair one, fair one. This, so, this reminds me of an episode of WKRP. I know. Yeah, the turkey giveaway for Cincinnati. for the love of God. Do you remember that? Do you remember that one? Oh, you know, yeah. We we usually play that clip every year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I swear to God, I thought turkeys could fly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, it's, <laughs> it, the helicopter sounds. That, the helicopter that sounds help. Was fake. This is real. Yeah. This is real. Yeah, so, but here you go, Joe. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. all right, well, on that note, on that note, we're going to go ahead and run to the break, and we're going to play Swimming Upside Down by Bobber. Um, and uh, we will, uh, uh, because Cleveland kind of was swimming upside down at this point. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to show, you, you know, we're, we're going to play, uh, the remainder of the clips related to balloon fest 1986. It does take a dark turn, but there's still some humor in it. it it's not the, you know, no, there's really not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, let's just go to break. We'll see what happens. Again, let's just throw this episode in the trash when we're done with it, everybody. Uh, <laughs> no humor. Nothing. This has nothing. Yeah. This show has nothing. Nothing. No <laughs> redeeming qualities whatsoever. All right, we'll be back with the more Turn Up the Night right after this. Uh, here we go. Turn Up the Night! Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santors, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. I'm oh, sorry. Wow. Oops. A little loud there. <laughs> Thank you, Cleveland. The you know Cleveland. Cleveland, home of the home of the home of the. Yeah, <laughs> and thank you, Scranton, and thank you, Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program. And I again, this is the apology tour on Turn Up the Night. That was a really tasteless song for me to play. Bobber, that's a brilliant song, but for me to play that while we're talking about this story was fucking stupid. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, the, the poor decisions with Kenny Pick is the name of the show from now on. Um. So uh, and you'll you'll see coming up why that was bad. And I'm I'm sorry to laugh, but I'm I'm laughing at my own stupidity at this point. Um. And, and kind of exhaustion to a certain point. But uh. But yes. Yeah, so, um. Uh. But anyway. Um. Here's uh, the next clip. From WJW Channel 8, Little John Rinaldi, um, and this is this is it. You've all been waiting for it. The balloons have filled the net. A million and a half, just under a million and a half, actually. 
Uh, they have filled the giant hovering net. And it's truly a, a, like a terrifying and beautiful thing when you see the balloons released. Uh, if, you just, if you just look up images for a balloon fest, you'll see it. I'll, I'll try and post one in the chat for everybody. But this is it. This is the big release of the balloons over Terminal Tower. Five, four, three, two, one. Here they go. Hey, lift off. Amazing. And the fan is up. And there they go, John. The Guinness Book of World Records has just been broken in Cleveland. Over 1,500,000 balloons going up in the air at this very, very moment. Look at the crowd go. We did it. We did it, John. Here it goes. It's completely covering the terminal tower. Oh, look at that. I want to sing up, up, and away. <laughs> yeah. It is awesome, ladies and gentlemen, to actually be down here and see the multi-colors that are going up in the air at this moment. We did it, John. This is it. Let's do it for Cleveland. mistake on the lake anymore. Um, Man has now broken the Guinness Book of World Records and released over 1,500,000 balloons. Think of, think, think of that, Chuck. The Guinness Book of World Records, the Cleveland home of the home of the home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All of this in Cleveland, Ohio. The All-American City. How many Yeah, All-American City, everybody. All right. Okay. So, um Hey, yeah. sounded awful like the guy that was announcing when the Hindenburg was blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, but anyway, um, uh, here is, um, but yeah, I posted a picture in the chat if everybody wants to see it. Uh, and it, it looks terrifying. It looks like a mushroom cloud. <laughs> you know, because all the colors together are just kind of like a brownish orange, you know. I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. That's okay. So, um there was uh looks like fungus. That looks like a mold. It, it kind of looks does. like a swarm of of bees or moths or something. I, yeah. Sorry. Locusts. Yeah. That's all right. I think I might have gotten these out of order. I think I screwed up the order on this, but there were weather concerns about the balloons that uh and this this clip probably should have been next, but this is uh, WJW uh, Neil Zercher um, and uh, talking with the Treb Heining once again on uh, the weather concerns and uh, the potential early launch, which I did believe they did launch early. Heining was still concerned by late morning about the. Oh no no no! This is the day after. This is actually the day after uh, uh, um, with Neil Zercher. Here we go. Heining was still concerned by late morning about the weather today. Blues are going to be inflated by about noon. So if it starts to look like rain, we might just pull a number and release them early. That's something I've got to discuss with the United Way. His concern was well-founded. As 2 p.m. approached, a rainstorm started moving in from the lake, and it was decided to launch the balloons early. The balloons, like a giant cloud, rose over the square, while others tumbled and danced against the buildings. 
The crowd loved it. It was beautiful. It looked like confetti going up. That was great. Totally awesome. I was surprised. I loved it. It was so great. I just loved all weekend. It was great. I loved it. The balloons at first drifted south, but then the wind changed and they moved back across the downtown area and started descending onto Burke Lakefront Airport and filled the Cleveland Harbor. Oh. The crew of a Coast Guard helicopter <laughs> said they felt like they were flying through an asteroid field as the balloons rained down. The rainstorm was blamed for the short-lived flight of the balloons, which had been expected to spread far and wide after being released. Yeah. <laughs> they expected them to. Sorry. Um, yeah. So here's a, here's a little fun fact from uh, WEWS. Michelle Holden about what happened to 60% of the balloons. Because of weather, 60% of the balloons launched landed here instead of the planned 10%. Many of them were found on Lake Erie. Yeah. 60% of the balloons were floating in the lake. All right. That's a lot of floaters. Uh, yeah. Well... Mm-hmm. This is the this is the real dark turn here, everybody. I could not find out the name of this reporter or the the station he was reporting for, but he was on a boat with the Coast Guard after all the balloons landed on the lake. Here you go. It's been an exhausting search for these Coast Guardsmen. They've been out on the water most of the day looking for two 40-year-old Cleveland men, Skip Sullivan and Raymond Broderick. They went out fishing about an hour before last night's heavy storm blew through. This is their boat, a pair of life jackets still in it, along with a hat and a fishing pole. The boat's motor is gone. Its sides are battered, apparently from pounding all night against this section of the break wall off Edgewater Park. That's where the Coast Guard found the boat about 8.30 this morning. Ironically, that big balloon launch in Cleveland today is one of the things that's making this search so tough for the Coast Guard. Can you imagine trying to find somebody floating out here or even spotting a life jacket with all these balloons on the water? It's like trying to find a needle in a haystack here because you're you're looking for more or less a head or an orange life jacket. And here you have a couple hundred thousand uh, orange, orange balloons and it's just hard, hard to decipher which is which. Yeah, Cleveland bounced back. Okay, I got to tell you something. I didn't know that Cleveland chose orange fucking balloons. Uh, there were a lot. They were multicolored, but there were about a hundred thousand of them that were orange. Oh Lord! Wow, that's a lot yeah. of Trump. Yeah. And and your father Ken posted the picture. Mm-hmm. It's oh, a lot of balloons. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 the video of this is is nuts with the Coast Guard going out there. So oh so yeah so the the search and rescue effort was uh, was basically a joke at this point because again looking for orange life jacket when the lake is covered with multicolored balloons and about five percent of them being orange. I'm sorry, about twenty percent of them being orange. My um, uh, one out of every five, I should say. Um, yeah, and if the other one out of every five was yellow or red, that's orange. Yeah, and um, and this is this is one of the last audio clips. So we're gonna play this final one. Michelle Holden from WEWS again. Yes, we know that most of the balloons landed on the lake, but. Uh, she said she said this the balloons that covered the lake and caused concern on saturday are no longer here today no one's quite sure where they went but at least they're no longer posing a threat to fish and wildlife and they're not littering the lake 
Michelle Holden, live on five. Um, actually, there was one guy in clip four, an unknown anchor, who knew exactly where those balloons were going to go. Thank I understand you. we might have a northerly wind, too, so they'll all wind up over Canada. <laughs> 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 That's where they were. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we know where they went. So uh, because of Balloon Fest, the family of the two fishermen uh, sued uh, United Way for oh, wow. inhibiting the the search and rescue efforts of, of the two fishermen. I, I I mean, it's it's dark. You know, I, I suppose you can laugh about it a little bit now. Uh, but... Uh, and not only that, Moon Mare will uh, understand this. Apparently, in Medina, Ohio, which is where Susan grew up, when all the balloons started raining down and falling into this pasture of uh, horses, uh, I believe they're Arabian horses, they like freaked out. The horses were like, the sky's falling, and totally freaked out. And uh, they, they hurt themselves. This woman who bred Arabian horses sued United Way. You know, I know this was 1985. Mm-hmm. But at that point, at that point, I think we had Earth Day for a good decade or so. Yeah. Did they not realize that throwing up that many balloons into the air was bad for the environment? Uh, they didn't care. They, they they just didn't care, and and that that that's another thing too, because they were like, well, the balloons are biodegradable, yeah, but it takes a long time for them to biodegrade. So you know, yeah. uh, you know, so fish love brightly colored things. How many fish probably died, and birds probably died, and whatever other critter who who likes to eat? That's you know. what I'm thinking about. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer about. This, no, no, no. That was part of the, I, what I wanted to talk about in, in this. So, so you, I'm glad you brought it up. Okay. <laughs> balloons, rubber balloons, all along yeah. the lake, all along, you know, Canada. Yeah, in Canada, Canada was cleaning them up for for months after that. Oh Jesus! Yeah, um, Moon Mare says most horses don't look up. A few do, but balloons are well known horse eating monsters. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was you know, hey Cleveland, we're no longer a joke. And, and you you want to know another Joe? Uh, the the most important thing about this. What uh, would that be? <laughs> didn't even make the fucking Guinness book. <laughs> I know. Oh, <laughs> it appeared in the Guinness book one year. Book? It appeared in Guinness one year, but then they took it out. Because of the deaths. Well, probably because of the, 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 whole, fi- yeah, per- the whole fiasco. But, I mean, is this not the most elaborate way to litter a, a countryside? <laughs> It's more than a country. It's two countries. Yeah, exactly. I'll bet Pennsylvania got a few of those balloons. Even probably you got to watch. I hear. So they're for sale on Etsy. So now, did you guys see that comment at all? Did you did you did you have an inkling of where this was going to end up? I didn't think it would end up in them not being able to find two sadly drowned boaters. That's mm-hmm. sad. I'm still trying to figure out how it started. I mean, 
who would think of such the thing? United Way. You know who thought about it? You know who thought about it? Um, that would be uh, Treb, uh, our good friend Treb. Uh, l- let me see what what's his name. Um, Treb Heining from Balloon Art. Heining. Treb Heining from Balloon Art uh, greatly benefited from this, and the city of Cleveland shelled out I think half a million dollars for the balloons or something like that. Or, no, 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 fifty. I think fifty thousand dollars for the balloons. So balloon art is is who pitched it. United Way was dumb enough to think that this was a good idea, and um, the city of Cleveland footed part of the bill, and uh, and it ended in disaster. Cat says, as I said, uh, one of a number of pub- publicity stunts in the '80s in Cleveland that backfired completely. Apparently, there's a softball drop from Tower City that I've never heard of that Cat was mentioning oh. earlier. <laughs> could, what could possibly go wrong? What? How much money did did United Way raise? I know I'm being all logical. That here. I don't know. How uh, much money did they raise? And and United like, Way is supposed to help families who are in need, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and they helped too. They so helped what, they, they used a bunch of teenagers who got blisters yeah. on their fingers and had to <laughs> use band aids. Yeah, well, That's they like probably labor. they probably raised a, 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 pr- at least a couple million bucks. I, I'm guessing because the kids took like pledges, you know, like on how many balloons they could blow yeah. up or something like that. Okay. So, so they probably made a couple mil- million dollars. So. And there is a there is a short uh, uh, a short film I by can't Nathan. I this completely on Cleveland. No, no, and, and there is the a short film like a six and a half minute uh, short film of a lot of the audio I played, but not all of it because I I went out went out of my way to find a little bit more. But he he made like a six and a half minute movie called Balloon Fest '86, a short film by Nathan uh, Truesdell. Uh, the Atlantic actually has archived it, so I'll. Uh, I'll copy that if anybody, and, and you'll see a pretty good illustration of, of a lot of what I, I played, but but I dug deep because I wanted to get a little bit more. I felt like it didn't quite cover things as much as I'd like to, um, you know, for audio. I mean, the visual stuff kind of speaks for itself, but yeah, you I mean. the visual very well, by the way. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> poor Big Chuck and Little John. They thought this, they, you know, they didn't have a care in the world. They're just like, yeah. But what was shocking to me was when Little John was like, home of, home of the, home of the, home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I didn't realize we got the rock all that early on. I was wondering that, too. That was Has weird. Has around that long? Um, uh, yeah, I, I I guess so. Um, uh, and you, you guys are going to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, aren't you? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's very exciting. So um, I got to go to. Have you been there? Yeah, I was there uh, a couple times. We were there for uh, the, the the big Elvis exhibit they had about mm, 15, 16 years ago. That was fun. So then it has been around since the eighties or ish. Well, <laughs> um, or ish. Yeah, nineteen eighty three is when it was established. It says so. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, this. I didn't know about that. In um, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Ohio. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to bring a balloon. <laughs> when, I go, when I go to the there Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm bringing an orange balloon, and I'm going to take a picture <clears throat> of it. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, do it. Do Just it. Don't I, let it go. Don't let it go. I'll tell you what. There are some really impressive displays. I don't know what they have in there now, but um, when I was there at one point, they had like uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, uh, his family uh, donated this tiny little biker jacket he wore as a little kid. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. There's some really, really cool stuff in there. Um, the, you know, I, it's probably changed completely since I was there last. But you know, they used to have like, speaking of balloons, some of the inflatables from the the the, the wall tour, um, you know, from um, uh, Pink Floyd and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, they they've had uh, crazy stuff. The Elvis exhibit was awesome. I loved that. That was just you know crazy. I think they had the TV shot out. Oh wow! So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. But now I have extra inspiration. I'm gonna there find you go. An orange balloon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have Bob film me letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally dark, and of course, and have him singing "Swimming Upside Down" too. Now you see why "Swimming Upside Down" yes. was a bad <laughs> trying not to drown. Yes. Oh God, I'm an yes. idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway, but yeah. So uh, Cat says Rock Hall was awarded in '84 uh, or '85. Actually, I just looked it up. It was '83, but the first inductions were '86, and the building opened in 1990. So there oh, we okay. go. So, um, but yeah, you know, uh, it, it, again, we don't do things fast in Cleveland <laughs> unless it's <laughs> unless it's polluting the environment and, and in, endangering, uh, you know, uh, uh, wildlife and uh, messing up rescue missions. Then we'll release the balloons early. <laughs> Unbelievable. Jesus. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we never even did anything like that in Scranton. I'm pretty sure when I go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm going to hear about uh, what's his name from the Doors. Ba-doom, doom, doom. Yep. Jim Morrison? (laughs) You mean you're going to? Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. This is the end. (laughs) Students on a bus. Yeah, well, you know, he took a face from the ancient gallery. And he walked on down the hall <laughs> to the place where his sister lived. Oh, never mind. I'm 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 having a flashback now. You really there's, are. There's sixty thousand balloons on the about. lake. Uh, the I'm end. Sorry. The the song. The end. Yeah. Right, your, yes. your husband knows the song. I know the yes. song too. You know what? So do I. It was the opening to Apocalypse Now. How could you? With all the napalm going off and all the trees burning, and they were playing the end. See what's happening, everybody listening? Joe is. Joe is schooling rain on the doors. <laughs> yes, I'm having a. F- the crystal <laughs> ship. I gotta say, my, my favorite Doors song of all time. Since we're talking about the Doors, is the Crystal Ship. That song is amazing. Oh yeah. Before well, you slip into unconsciousness. I'd like to have another kiss. It's such a great song. Oh, it is. It yeah. is. That and the Alabama song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, uh, that's a good one. Um, but, take me to the next whiskey bar. Yeah, we've had a few. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, when, when I went to Paris, I did yeah. visit his gravesite. Oh, oh, there you go. The what? The who? I visited his gravesite. Oh. Bob and I went there. 
Oh, all right. Oh, I got another okay. one for, for Morrison in college. Well, I woke up this morning and I went to English Lit. <laughs> Said I woke up this morning and I went to English Lit. <laughs> Come on, anyway. baby, light my locker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> for those just tuning in, yes, it's revealed tonight that you haven't lived until you heard the Schmengi brothers. That he graduated. Yeah. That, that he graduated from an Alexandria High School. For yeah. all, yeah. So for there all of you Schmengi who find the, for all of you who find this uh, this show in the garbage, uh, <laughs> put it yeah. back in there. So, <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna end the show on time for once in a million years. So because we have to end this show. <laughs> We this got to. We got to. We got to shoot. We, we got to shoot this show in the head, just like Melania Trump says. We can and shoot the children. Yeah. Uh, and we, have to, we, we must this end this show to be best. Yes. Uh, yes. No puppet. Stage, no puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's- <laughs> oh my god. All right, Joe. What's your parting shot tonight? Tell us something else about Scranton. <laughs> something. <laughs> Let's see, I, told, I told you about the Houdini Museum and the the trolley car museum. Yes. Oh, we also have Steamtown, where we have the original turntable, where they turn the trains around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the other direction. Well, actually, I should ask you to tell us about the clown car, or uh, not the clown car, but the Tim Carmel show in general, because the Tim Carmel show is coming up in a mere uh, 19 minutes, 10, 15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night every Tuesday night right here on Indie Media Weekly. Go ahead, Joe. And, and there you can find uh, my the clown car sale of the memor- the uh, the European tour mo- uh, memorable memorabilia. Okay, the memorabilia, the Franklin Mint and the clown car presents the European tour. Memorial Bobblehead Collection. Oh, I'm you so can, excited. You can buy it right now. Just listen to the show. The number's there. 1-800-BOBBLEHEAD. Yeah. Find out how. But wait, there's more. Right so, there's, <laughs> who was on the show with you this past Sunday? Well, John was there. John was having a ball. John Britamo. Blue Dot in Texas. Blue Dot. Blue Dot in Texas. Yes, he was, love he was ranting and raving. And we had uh, who else we have there? Uh, we had Kathy, and we had um, Justice Putnam. Oh, uh, Justice Putnam! Love Kathy. Love Justice. Very cool. Yeah. So, so they were there. They were I want to hear. There I want to hear Rain. I want to hear Rain on the Tim Carmel show sometime. We want Rain back. We want I Rain see, back. I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, but not enough. You're a superstar. Yeah. But not Jesus Christ. No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're a superstar. That's what you are. Bringing a full a circle here, everybody. You know what? We'll work on it. We'll work on it, Joe, off air. Yes. And uh, on that note, Rain, what's your parting shot? Uh, you want to you you be a Balloon Fest 2026? I'm thinking, I really do. I think I'm going to do this. I think there's going to be a Balloon Fest 2018. Nice. In Cleveland, when I go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm going to buy an orange balloon. I'll try and find you an orange balloon. If you can't, I'll find one. I'm going to let it go. 
I'm going to let it fly over the lake, and I hope it doesn't kill anybody. And it will appear in not the Guinness Book of World Records. No. No, it won't. <laughs> but the bottom line it is... It might appear time... in the glass of Guinness. <laughs> in the What's appendix. That, it might land in a glass of Guinness. Yeah. It, or, yeah. Oh, that's possible. It so could. my parting shot is the next time you hear me and Bob, we're going to be in Kenny... We're literally going to be in Kenny's house. It's so exciting. I'm so excited to, to show off our little humble abode to you guys and uh, uh, make you uh, wear crappy headphones. <laughs> Mine are pretty ca- crappy, so... Yes. Well, I, we're, I'm going to Cleveland, everybody, and I'm really... I'm super stoked about it. I really you should, am. Cool. You should be. Cleveland is a wonderful place. I passed through there a few years ago. Yeah, <laughs> met, a, met a boy named Pick. Yeah, <laughs> dodged a killer. Asked him directions. <laughs> yeah, you dodged a killer. Don't go to Erie. Don't go to Erie. Yeah, well, happen. you dodged a killer. I gave you directions, dodged. and yeah. we had he burgers. Stopped at McDonald's in Erie, Erie and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was eating a Big Mac at Erie. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's the deal. Well, so me, it's Cleveland. I was Leave in the Marriott. Thursday. Leave it Thursday, everybody. Hey, I can't wait. I Le- can't wait. Today we, we took the dogs, got them groomed. Tomorrow they yeah. get the baths. Nice. Then we drop them off Thursday at the sitters, and we're leaving. Boom. So my parting shot is watch out, Middle America. Look out. So I'll be the only remote on, on Friday, right? Yeah. I'm so. the only remote. Yes. So you're all going to be in the home studio. Yes. Yeah. We'll figure unless you, that out. Unless you decide to, you know, take real quick road trip. Uh, so <laughs> it would be cool. time, dude. Uh, actually, it's only five and a half hours. It's yeah. Not bad. You, yeah, hey, not bad. you're welcome. Uh, but Lee again says suggested title for tonight's show, the Treb hiding story. <laughs> 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 I think I'm going to use that <laughs> or you, might, that. you have to, you have to go <laughs> or, or please we throw needed, away. We really needed a break from all of the fucking hot I, mess that's I know. Happening. I mean, I feel yeah, so good yeah. talking about this for the last hour. I mean, even though it did kind of end in tragedy, but it was over 30 years ago. Come on. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's a 30-year-old tragedy. Yeah. It sucks, but, you know, the balloons didn't kill you those guys, but it sure tragedy? as hell didn't help save them. What, uh, the trunk is a 30-year-old tragedy, people. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um. So no puppet. No puppet. No puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's end on that note, everybody. Uh. Yeah. Check it out. You don't want to miss this Friday. Rain and Bob in studio. Maybe Joe. If we put enough pressure on him, (laughs) probably not. Uh. Uh. We'll all. We'll be. Everybody's gonna be sharing one mic. (laughs) But uh, oh no. But no, it'll be fun. It's a good condenser mic. It'll pick up everybody's voice. I just gotta set up more chairs. Um. Uh. But yeah. So you don't want to miss this Friday. Seriously, if if you're friends with somebody who hasn't listened to the show in a while and want to let them know, this is a this is a historical episode this friday on turn up the night and i swear to god i won't talk about the guys who fucked animals uh, that i went to high school with um oh. on the show okay. i promise and there won't be any balloons uh maybe no, there's gonna be balloons at least one one so one at least one okay yeah <laughs> that's a true story about the guy in the calf though i'm sorry i, I brought it up but i i 
I drew up. I grew up in Trump country. I drew drew up. Why do I keep saying it? Grew up in Trump country. So anyway, uh, we're gonna end it right now. God, I'm so sorry. Let's just throw the show away. Uh, <laughs> we'll see everybody on Friday for a much much better show with so much more Good live night, I in was studio great. stuff. Me too. All right, see you. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly.